0: Hi, beautiful sisters. This is Sasha from South Beach. You are the moon of my life. That is all I know and all I need to know. And if it is a dream, I'll kill any man who tries to wake me. Love you, sisters. Hi, sisters. This is Mary leaving my tagline. If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention.
1: Hello, sisters. It's Bunny from New York. I'm calling in to leave my tagline. It's a quote from Sansa Stark. Oh, there are none. All right, can't wait for the podcast.
2: Bye.
3: Hey, sisters, this is Alex the Man, first of his name, from Memphis. Chaos isn't a pitch. Chaos is a ladder. Only the ladder is real. The climb is all there is.
2: Hi, sisters and the Sister Speak family. This is Tammy from New Jersey. Oh, Viserion. Regal.
0: Oh, fuck. Hi, everyone. This is Christine from the UK, and you are listening to the Sister Speak podcast Game as A man is not Jack and Magar;
2: he is no one.
4: Hey, this is Sessie from Georgia. Oh, a monster? You should speak to me more softly then. Monsters are dangerous, and kings are dying like flies.
5: Noble lords and ladies of fan, you have the pleasure of being in the presence of J and K of the House Sister,
2: the first of their name, the unhurried occasionally inebriated queens of podcast,
5: Khaleesi's of exuberant catchinations, breakers of long ass emails, and mothers of long ass podcasts.
6: Hey sisters, this is Orande, calling from Detroit. The Sister Speak family can be a bit like the free folk loyal to their own.
1: Hi, this is Joy from Southern California. Cersei, the Mountain, Walter Frey, Maren Trent. People who leave their blinds open at night, don't wash their hands after using the restroom, and leave long-ass emails.
6: This is Brother Ray from St. Louis. If you dare rate the Sister to Speak podcast, that's five stars. You... My liar.
5: This is Stephen from Wolfsburg, England, and Bron was wrong. That's not Jamie fucking Lannister. That's the fucking Sister Speak podcast.
1: Hi, this is Jackie from Silicon Valley. The night is dark and full of terrors. If you don't punctuate your long ass letters.
6: You are listening to the Sister Speak Nation with Sister Jay Lannister and Sister K Targaryen. I'm Robert from the Bay Baratheon. And I pledge my life and honor to the night's watch for this night and all the nights to come. And now my watch begins. How you doing, sisters? This is Abraham calling from Oceanside, California. I will be your champion. Hey, hello, sisters and sisters, big family. This is Gabriel from Belgium. What is the closest thing to the sisters in Game of Thrones? Well, dragons. Why? They are awesome. You can't mess with them. And
0: sometimes they throw fire at you. Hi, sisters. Lonnie from Pennsylvania here. Don't let them see their tears, he told me. They're nasty little shits, and nasty little shits aren't worth crying over. Thanks. Bye.
7: Hi, sisters. This is Stephanie from PA. There is only one true god of death, and you already know his name. And what do we say to the God of Death? Not today. Thanks, sisters. Bye. Hello, this is Chocolate Bell from Costa Mesa, California. And as Ned Stark so often said, the man who passes the sentence should swing the sword.
8: Hello, and this is Solano from NYC, and you're listening to Sit to Speak Podcast, Game of Thrones. So keep calm and the mantra by combat. Hello
0: sisters, this is Victoria from England Sending you my Khaleesi tagline Very well, do what you do best Take off your clothes
9: Hi sister speak family, Liz calling from Seattle Welcome home, Lady Stark The North remembers
6: He murdered my father If I ever see him, I'll split him in two And then I'll give him your regard
0: Hello sisters and sister speak family, this is Eleanor from the DMV, which we lovingly call the District of Columbia, Maryland and Virginia. My tagline, and it goes like this, Democracy is a boil, lancing a boil is never pleasant. Cersei, you're the biggest boil on the butt of Westeros. Bye for now, Eleanor from the DMV signing off, bye.
7: Hey sisters, this is Taj from Orlando, Florida. And I'm Sansa Stark of Winterfell. This is my home, and you can't frighten me.
1: Hello, sister speaking family. This is Yam from New Jersey, about to leave my sound bite. This is Jack. A girl is not ready to become no one, but she is ready to become someone else.
4: Hi, sister inside. Tartar and Tiffy from Philly.
2: Winter is coming.
4: It's about damn time. It only took five years.
2: Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss season five of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's
9: point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 40. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome back, Sister Jay. Welcome, Sister Kay. We're going to talk about Episode 9 of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. titled The Dance of Dragons. Okay. Mm-hmm. And first, let me give my um,
2: adult beverage for this episode. When I was watching this episode, I was drinking my hippie juice. I don't know what that is. Well, I gave the recipe already. That's with the watermelon-flavored vodka, triple sec, and um, coconut Malibu rum with some pink lemonade. Mm. Yeah. And was, it was good.
9: Now that reminds me, Chili's has a new watermelon lemonade that is delicious.
2: Non-alcoholic, huh?
9: Yeah, it's just lemonade.
2: Mm-hmm.
9: It's good. Okay. And I didn't think I would like a full glass of a watermelon lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I had watching the show, but I'm just, uh, yeah. I you
2: know. like
9: watermelon flavor stuff, but anyway. All right. <laughs> oh, and before we get started, I just wanted to announce that this episode will be our 350th podcast episode. Woo! Woo! Yay! Yeah! Congratulations. Congratulations. That's a
2: lot of fucking We episodes. have done 350 podcasts. Now, episodes. it doesn't sound like a lot over 8 years. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Because, see, we've done f- f- all the fringes. Well, That's almost, like 50 a year. Almost all the fringe.
9: Three, wait a minute. Eight <laughs> into 50, two, 350. <laughs> is about 50 something, 40 something episodes per year. If you, if you've averaged it out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we've
2: done more than 40 in a year, though, because so, some things like. Yeah, some things. Like once we, we had fringe going. Big Brother going, other uh, other reality show going. Yeah. We had four or five going at the same time.
9: Yeah. How the hell did we do that? I don't, I don't know. Even know. We weren't busy then. 350? I'm impressed with myself. That's what <laughs> So that, I've been trying to keep track, and I, I, don't, I it's hard to keep track or to remember after all the editing and shit.
10: Mm-hmm. But
9: the other day, I was like, let me go in there and, and add all the rest of these podcasts. And <sighs> it was on 300, and today we are 350th. So, for those of y'all who have a Sister Speak
2: withdrawal, y'all got 350 episodes to go listen to. Go listen to. in our little down times and stuff in between shows. Now, the early ones,
9: I think, are rough. Yeah, but... I like the early ones but too because they were fun to do. I mean, were we fun. were just talking. Yeah, well, we still are just talking. Yeah, but yeah,
2: I like some of the early ones. Yeah, especially the French ones. I uh-huh. love the French. Okay, ones. Sister Jay,
9: you done said say that shit three times. Yeah. <laughs> well, talk about the F word around here. <laughs> I was doing that on purpose. Too. I know.
2: Mm-hmm. I know you.
9: You gotta tell me. All right. Okay, so uh, let's, where do we want to start? Let's start with.
2: Jay. Let's start with where it ended and, and. Where the fuck did it
9: end last well, time?
2: I don't know, but I'm gonna get Stannis and the Red Witch out of the way.
9: <sighs>
2: I wanna get that shit out the way.
9: This is awful. Yes, it is
2: awful, but that's why I wanna get it done.
9: Yep.
2: All right. So at nighttime. We're at nighttime now. It's like like a break of dawn or some shit. Well, no, it's still night. Oh. And Melisandre's in her tent, and she all of a sudden she like perks up like she hears something. Yeah. So she goes outside, and all the tents start lighting up because you remember Ramsey told his daddy. Well, see, we, we don't need an army. Just give me twenty When 15. that shit first kicked off, oh, I was man. like why
9: is she burning up her own shit? Because I thought it was her doing the Lord of no, right
2: stuff. I didn't.
9: And then, I'm like, wait a minute. She wouldn't burn up her own shit. Well, what, what, I thought what the was, fuck is going on? Now I remember oh, Ramsey. Well,
2: what, what I thought was when she went outside, just thought by the way she looked, when she went outside and then all those tents started burning up and the men started yelling and stuff and she's standing there and I'm thinking, well, bitch, couldn't, didn't you know that was going to happen? <laughs> Shit! You supposed to be a soothsayer
9: and shit. Well, shit, especially because it was fire. Hell yeah! Lord Lightning, you know Light. that shit. Anyway, I, I was know, I but, was too through with her though. I thought,
2: what well, damn? What good is she? What? And she looking, looking, looking surprised. Yeah. And shit. She's looking out surprised and everything. And of
9: course, well, her- the second question I had after mm. that, well, third, because after I told myself no, that couldn't have been her burning this shit up. How did Ramsey... Sneak, and wait, the shit wasn't just all the little tents in a row. No, 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 it no. It was random tents throughout the whole camp. That's because they had how 20 did they of them. How sneak in random tents and burn that but shit up? That's ass? because we know Ramsey done killed them. Go. No, that's not the point. The point is, I, I get that, Sister J. Mm-hmm. My point is, how he's sneaking his ass all throughout the camp. He didn't just burn his shit on the perimeter. Well, but see,
2: that's what happens when you pay people to come fight for you. Mm-hmm. You don't know these people. You don't know these Stannis didn't know them. He just gave him money. Come well, fight for me. I pay you. He don't know the area either. No, he doesn't. And Ramsey's from the north. North, so yeah. Anyway. So then the next morning, this is what's beautiful though. Sir Davos is telling Stannis, okay, look. All the food was burnt up. A <laughs> hundred horses was burnt up,
0: Aww.
2: and all the weapons were destroyed mm. that was in those tents. So Davos is trying to get Stannis to, you know, see, look, this is we a lost cause. We well, got to go back to Castle Black.
9: Castle Black.
2: And Stannis just ain't having it. He said, "No." no. Mm-mm. He said, "No." We, not only are we going forward, but uh, and he looks over and Melisandra is standing outside staring at him. So it's Silise, uh, her and Silise. And then <clears throat> so so he looks at them, and so he's walking toward them and he says, uh, butcher all them dead horses for some meat.
9: Well, that's smart. Yeah. At least they can feed them. You know, they burnt up, they could. Mm-hmm. So but
2: <clears throat>
9: but Ooh. he is just like so steadfast. About no, we're not turning back. He is steadfast. Uh, and then didn't Davos tell him some people left? Yeah, but that was last time, though. No, I mean, but, but this time too. I thought it, no,
2: no, okay, no. That was when it was. That was the first time he had uh, tried to implore him to turn back. Yeah, and it was stuff. Too
9: fucking yeah. snowy no. and shit.
2: You're getting them mixed up because that comes later, like in the next episode. But anyway, so Davos is, of course, looking over at the Red Witch and Selyse, so he he follows them into the tent. Mm. Now, and we know what they discuss. Oh, shit. Now, later on, then Stannis summons Sir Davos to his tent. And we know that because uh, when Davos gets in, he says, you summon
9: me. because he wasn't saying shit for like a minute. And he's just standing there like, okay, uh, I'm here.
2: Yeah. Say
9: you know? what you want to say? So, oh, man. Ugh. Stannis tells I him. I knew as soon as he Oh, said, I knew it. That I motherfucker. Need you to grab whatever good horse you can find and a couple of guards and take your ass back to Castle Black and tell them. I'm thinking, you ain't got no fucking ravens that you could send. Thank I you. I mean. Can't you send a lackey to go do that shit? That's what Davos said. Well,
2: because he, he said Davos out the fucking way. Well, we know that. But, but he says, you tell the Lord Commander that I need some some horses and, and some, some food, food and some more men. <laughs> and so when Davos says, whoa, 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 wait, you can send anybody to go do that. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. said, yeah, but he said, what's going to happen if, if, if uh, the Commander don't believe you? I need a higher ranking and, uh, you know, person.
9: Whatever. I said, Stannis. oh, you know, Davos knows Davos, that your ass
2: is lying. Yeah, Davos
9: knew. He's like, some shit is he knew. looking. He knew. And that's why he said, oh, let me bring Salise and Shireen. With, with me. Back to Castle. Bright. Right. So that if you kicking off some shit.
2: And Stannis says, my family stays with me. <clears throat> that's all he said. Mean mugging. My family stays with me. And he says, okay, but, but look. look, look. Let me at least bring Shireen with me. Let me bring the baby girl. Let me girl. take baby girl. My family stays with me.
9: Oh, I was so mad at him. I was too. I was so I mad. I at Davos to snatch her and run.
2: No, he's not going to do he's that.
9: He's not, because he's honest. <clears throat>
2: now, this is what people. He
9: believes in Thanos.
2: But this is what people were debating. <sighs> I think Davos knew what was going to happen. I don't I think he did, and I mean he was gonna give her that little present anyway, but I think he knew I don't think so what was gonna happen <clears throat> i I really because don't. he he knows that the, the the that the red
9: witch needs the blood King's Well, this blood. is why I don't think so if he thought that that was gonna happen, I really do think he would have got her and snatched her up. I don't think he knew that I think. He might have had an inkling that they might hurt her like they did Gendry. They didn't kill Gendry though. That's true. They just put some fucking leeches on his ass. That's what I think he so thought. So he's think if he's uh, you know what, yeah. I don't think Stannis will do this because he loves her. Which exactly. he does. He does. He defends her against the red bitch and his wife. Exactly. So Stannis did not think that. And it, it, maybe he thought the red witch might do something behind uh, Stannis' back. And, well, that's but what I thought. Stannis is just and he will take care of that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knew that shit at all. I don't know. And that brings up another fucking question while we get into it. Mm. Why didn't they put leeches on her ass? Yeah. I don't understand that.
2: Well, <clears throat> that's because that was her whole purpose. Because according to the Red Witch, that's what the Lord of Light demanded that sacrifice. Mm. Because she got the King's blood. Whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> Sir Davos goes to see Shireen. And yep. She's reading it, and this was really cute. Aww. He says, what are you reading? And she says, the Dance of Dragons. So I thought, y'all, isn't that cute? Yeah, she's she telling him all about it. All about it and everything. She is so sweet. So sweet. So he gives her this little carved stag that he, he carved for her. And, I mean, Shireen is just sharp as a whip. She says, how come I'm getting presents? <laughs> uh uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Something fishy here. What what's going on? Yeah. What's getting ready to kick off? And he says, Well, he says, you know, I just wanna tell you thank you because uh, you know, my son tried to teach me how to read all the time and I you know I got through life without knowing how to read and stuff and I thought I'm not doing that. But you know, he says, But uh you I taught me I... Yeah, he says, I wish I would have now because yeah. he gone, but you taught me how to read and this just my way of saying, you know, thank, thank you. Thank you for making me become an adult. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Which I thought was cute. That was cute. That was a cute little <clears throat> interaction, I thought. Yeah. So she's, uh, she does ask him, can you make me a dough?" And as soon as she said that, I thought, oh, shit.
9: No, he can, but you ain't going to be that baby. Can you make me a dough to go with this thing? And he said, oh, sure, sure, yeah, I can make you one.
2: I said, poor uh, little Tureen.
9: He didn't know. If he had any clue. I think you're right. He would have snatched her and I ran he off. And then he would have said, I'm sorry, King. You'll have to take my other fingers. <laughs> because, Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, baby girl's in danger. Yeah, I think. But see, I think so he too. He didn't have. He knew some shit was weird, mm-hmm. but he didn't know that
2: because he told her, "Okay, look, I'm gonna be gone for a couple of days, and when yeah. I get back, then I want you to tell me all about the the, the story." And she said, "Oh, you can read it for yourself." Bless <gasps> her heart. So he leaves.
9: Now, I kept thinking <clears throat> when Stannis comes to see her, maybe he'll he'll. After having this conversation, didn't you though? Know? Change his fucking That's mind. That's what I thought. Cause he's looking all fucking down the motherfucking he, mouth. He and is
2: shit. looking guilty. But I'm like,
9: already. Already. <clears throat> For even having the thoughts, I'm thinking, oh good. And he comes maybe in. Maybe he'll here. come in there. Maybe he'll say, you know what, mm. big red bitch, I ain't gonna bear up. Well,
2: he comes in there.
9: He just strolls in there so casual.
2: Mm, what you doing? You know, she says, I'm reading this book, and he says, what's it about? And he's just so gruff, you know. That's like, how he always is. I, I know, he always is. So she's telling him. But he's even, wor- he's I even know. more
9: down in the mouth.
2: And so she's telling him the story
9: and mm-hmm. stuff. And he says, so which one would you would you pick? The brother, two brothers, the Targaryen brothers fighting over the mm-hmm. crown. And all these we went to war. And she says, I wouldn't pick neither one of them. I thought that was cause interesting. That was, the, that was the cause of all the problems. Mm-hmm. Splitting up the, the Westeros. I say uh, she was going boop. To
2: him and his brother Randall, yeah, hello.
9: Right, because that started a whole
2: bunch of shit. Started the whole shit.
9: When all he had to do was say, "Look, little brother."
2: Exactly. He didn't have to. No,
9: he just got his eyes up and go. Yeah, you know.
2: Anyway. Anywho. So then he tells her some shit like, "Well, you know." He says, "Well,
9: a man. What the fuck he say?" He says, "Sometimes
2: a man man has to do stuff that he really does not want to do." And he says, um, but a man must fulfill his destiny, no matter how much he may hate it. And she looks at him and she says, well, yeah, I agree. What can I do to help? What can I do? I'll do anything to help you, dad. <laughs> That's what he looked at. Father. Friend. You can help me. So he Father. gives her. Oh, no, nah, this is what got me. Is, is And so she hugs him and he hugs her. And he's whispering to her, forgive me. I thought, oh, shit. He's going to let that red bitch burn up, baby girl. Yep. So the next scene we have, Mm-mm. two guards are leading her outside. And she's just, she got her little doll. She's just happy, you know, because cause she's, prob- she's probably thinking she's going over to, the, to another she's tent. She's probably happy to get out of the fucking tent. That's yeah. all say she was at. And then when she sees that red bitch standing there by that I call it the burning tree. Thank you. You know, the, 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 the burning little girl, stake.
9: The little girl playing her was good. Oh, she was, was like, so good. When? Yeah, she hesitated. She went, uh, oh. What
2: the fuck? Wait a minute. And when she hesitated, then those two soldiers grabbed her on each right. side. Then she knew. She started she hollering. She started hollering, where's my baby. Oh, this was an awful Oh, this, this was, was awful. awful. Simply because, of, well, not only was it awful because they burned the baby, but it was so awful to watch those two adult parents of hers just stand there, right. listening to that baby girl holler and scream. It was awful that nobody said nothing. Nobody. All the big-ass, grown-ass men standing around there. Mm-hmm. Ain't
9: nobody did shit. Everybody been like, wait, what the fuck we doing? Why are we doing this? Somebody should have said, wait, hold up now, hold up. Now, especially because they're not all his people. Exactly. Like, what the fuck you Anywho, she's she's hollering. She she finds, of course, my father he don't say shit. So the mother comes up to Stanis talking about this is for the best. We have to do this or we're gonna starve. Mm. Bitch, please. And then Stanis is just standing there. So when Celise finally says, mother, mother, help me, then she's going to fucking snap out of whatever the fuck and say, oh no, we can't do this. It's too fucking late, chick. Yeah. You've been bitching to her ass her Cause whole time life. Because they done tied her
2: ass up on there it's now. It's burning
9: already. And while she's
2: screaming and hollering, M- Melisandra's going through her little chant
9: shit. Though the Lord alive. So then, blah, blah, blah. all oh, of a sudden, shit. then Celise wants to go and say, we can't. It's more doors. I don't believe that, bitch. Well, I believe she changed her mind up, but Mm -hmm. it was too... It It was too fucking late. It was too late. Too little too late. I was not feeling sorry for her ass at all. And they had to grab her to keep her from running up. What was awful was... I like the way they filmed the scene, though.
2: What was awful was they didn't show Shireen burning. You just heard her doing all the screaming. And then that one final scream, and I'm thinking... Stannis, you bastard. Bastard. You fucking bastard. Bastard. I could kill you. Thank you. Shit. Pop a cap in his ass. Pop my cap in his ass. <laughs> Pow! Pop a cap in his motherfucking Damn. ass then. Oh, Damn. I was so upset. Oh, this is upset. I could not believe Well, they first of all, killed that baby girl. I know. I hate to
9: keep bringing this up.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. But I am. Get it done. Too motherfucking through i know we all too fucking through with this women shit
9: women and girls and wait we'll get to that even further later oh yeah but killing up all these disposable women they they think they're fucking disposable yeah and it's okay to kill them up rape them up burn them up beat them up and all kind of motherfucking shit yeah again we don't need to fucking see it When they led her to the fucking burning tree and tied her up and lit the bottom of it, they could have stopped. They didn't even hear her fucking screaming until she burnt all the way fucking up. Yep. That was too gosh darn fucking disturbing. It was very disturbing. And then how this motherfucker standing there with nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
2: He didn't do nothing. He didn't say nothing. He didn't do nothing. (sighs)
9: That was all of that shit. I'm glad. That was, yeah. That was a fucking mess. That was the end. And I get the, I mean, shit, it had to happen, I guess, in the fucking story for the shit to kick off the way it's supposed to kick off. But I'm just tired of it. It's been too fucking long. This has been a long ass fucking season (laughs) of torture (laughs) and abuse of women constantly. Yeah. Every, Every fucking episode. That's true. That's true. All right.
2: You wanna to go to uh Castle Black because it was very short. Yes. This episode. Yeah. And and of course, you know, this is the episode right after the um uh, the hard home. Yeah. So therefore, John is leading all the wildings
9: up to the wall. Now I would like to know how long this shit took. It had to be a good week, two weeks. It had For to them take to a get while. Home. Yeah. And then well, they had
2: to get over to the shore. Then they had to march all the rest of that way. Thank you. And, and, you know, all that way, like past Crasters Keep and Think, isn't that all land?
9: No, they didn't go that way. Cause okay, they went they the came, other way. No, they went around the, the waterway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they didn't okay. have to climb over the wall because they couldn't climb over right. the wall. So anyway, so John's leading the
2: wildings, and of course, they stop at the gate. And you got, you got a uh, uh, first ranger, uh, Alistair Thorne standing on top of the wall, looking down at him. and you know, Look at me. Yeah, looking mean and everything. So that, it gives you the impression that, oh He ain't gonna open the door. He ain't gonna open the door. Thank you. And then, so Jon Snow steps out, which he should have done in the first place. He, right. He steps out from the whole group of wildings and, you know, moves forward so uh, uh, so uh, Alistair could at least see him. And I was surprised when Alistair turned around and he told the guy, open the gate. Yeah. Open the gate. Now, the part I did like is... Um, the reaction of the Night's Watchmen as all these wildlings was coming through the gate. Ooh, their jaws was tight. Jaws tight. Their jaws was tight. Which... Nobody was saying shit to John except for Sam. Right. Sam was the only one talking to him. Right. And John was telling Sam, you know, I failed. I uh, cause he's thinking about all those that People died, that died right. and everything, and now they're whites, you know. And Sam was saying, "What do you mean you failed?" I don't think she, and Sam was, but Sam had a point. He was pointing out all the wild things come through. He says, I bet you she don't think you failed. I bet he don't think you failed. I right. bet, you know, which is a good point. But then I love the, the reaction of some of those, um, uh, 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 Night's watch guys when the giant came through and he just, he was just didn't John try to tell him, oh, there's giants and shit?
9: Oh, well, they know this. They saw that shit at the fight. Right.
2: But it's different than one coming in and being there. I know. It was good. I love that. Yeah. I love that.
9: Yeah. So then, so then John is or excuse me, uh Alistair. Alistair, he tells John, you have a big heart John Snow. Too bad it's probably gonna get us killed. He says it'll get you killed. No, he said it'll get us killed. Us killed, right. Mm-hmm. Right. I
2: knew then I thought, sh- and Ollie didn't say shit. No, his dog's been tight for he, about what,
9: three, four mm-hmm. weeks? Okay.
2: And, and, but he was standing on that little platform looking at John, mm-hmm. and John looked at him kind of hopeful like. Smiling and shit. Yeah, and Ollie just. Cause,
9: cause he doesn't know mm-hmm. Ollie's salty. Yeah. And Sam don't really realize that Ollie is salty.
2: That's cause Sam don't pay attention to that kind of shit. No, he he's didn't so even pay good attention. Hard.
9: Well, he doesn't even think that way, so he doesn't mm-hmm. think people are like that, but. Anyway, so yeah, um, that was it. That was it. That's all we saw That's at Am, which saw.
2: which was short and sweet. Yep. Okay, where We're, you want to go now?
9: we want to go? Where else we got? Dorn. Bravo's and oh, do, oh, get that fucking shit out the way, too. And then we got uh, Bravo's, Bravo's, and, uh, and then we got uh, Marine.
2: Irene. That's it. We'll do Marine last. Yeah. So, let's let's get this Dorn shit out the way. Yeah. So Prince Doran has Jamie, like scenes, Marcella, and Tristan. Except for one. Right. But he's got uh, Jamie, Marcella, and Tristan. I call it sitting in the living room. Yeah. It was like <laughs> a big old living room. You know, and they reclined on these little couches and shit. Ilari is there too. She's looking salty. She's still looking salty.
9: Scowling, scowling and shit. She should have been in the fucking prison cell. So. Well. I'm sorry.
2: You know. Anyway, so Prince Doran is telling Jamie, look, um, uh, you know, King Tommen has demanded that that. Uh,
10: uh-uh.
9: No, Jamie's telling Doran What? That he wants Tommen wants Marcella. Oh, back.
2: I thought it was Doran saying
9: that. No, he says so. I guess you're going to tell me that he demands okay. Marcella come back, and Jamie says, "I'm afraid so." Yeah, he's like, "Well, I can't refuse my my king." Yeah, Th- yeah,
6: that's, and that's when,
9: um But wait, before we even get to that. When Jamie gets in there and Prince Dorn is like, oh, we start with that, just sorry. You. sorry. Yeah. And so then, before he sits down, he's looking at Marcella all draped over Tristane <coughs> in her little dress. Like, uh, Aren't you cold? Aren't you kind of cold? She's you like, just... no, the Dornish weather agrees with me. Agrees with me. Because she got like on a strap. Yeah. And a, like a little. Uh, she was a revealing spug- the gestion. little ke- cleavage yeah. and shit, you know. That <laughs> was so funny.
2: Yeah, I thought that was funny. But okay, and if you recall, when Prince Oberyn and Ilaria were there in King's Landing, and Cersei has all that whole get-up and petticoats and all these clothes on, yeah. and Ilaria was dressed pretty bare, <laughs> right? Because that's how they dress.
9: First of all, if it's hot. You gonna go? Yeah, that's true. Enough.
2: But yeah, that was that was, cute. that was cute. But then he did look at all the food sitting on this low coffee table, like and said, "Oh." Is this my last meal? You know, like final <laughs> yeah. meal?
9: Yeah. I said, no, you know. No, yeah, we're not going to kill you.
2: But the thing I noticed the most about this whole scene, until Bron got there, was Alaria Because yeah. she was
9: salty yeah. the, whole the whole time. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, okay, um, she's been talking about the side of her fucking neck for a while. It's mm-hmm. time to start reading her ass. Well, hey. 80s. Well, but that, that comes 80s. way
2: later, though.
9: I know, but still. I'm like, she's making comments. Mm-hmm. She's pouring wine out on the motherfucking floor. Well, which, he
2: wants to do a toast to, who's he toasting Tommen, anyway?
9: Our the, King Thomas. Yeah, King
2: Thomas. First and of his every, name.
9: Everybody's,
2: you know, gonna sip their little wine, and she pours hers out. First of all, I would have told her, oh, you
9: got to clean that up. Thank you. And thank you. That's what I was going to say. Shit. Shit. First of all, you wasting wine. Second Wasted of all, wine. you pouring that shit on my floor.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
9: got to get Clint. Got to get Clint. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, she got a fucking attitude. She need to go on She with has that a shit. really nasty attitude, but though. But Doran is basically telling Jamie, look, we ain't going to kill your ass. We're not doing that. And we're going to even Tommen, let you take her back. Yeah, we know Tommen wants it. I'm going to honor my king. Mm-hmm. You can take her back. But uh, Tristan's going. Tristan with has you. to go with you. And since my brother was just named him er, on the small council, Tristan will take his place. Mm-hmm. Jamie's like, you have my word. That's when she says, your word, the word of a kingslayer. Mm-hmm. Which, she, she got a point. Yeah, okay, she got a point. Let her get her one comment out. Mm-hmm. And then that's when... Uh, Jamie and I liked the way he was kind of sly with it. He was like, oh, "Okay, good, great, get a little drink." Ah, oh, so what about my man Bron? Yeah, what about my man? Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> well, what do you think we should do to someone who would uh, hit a king, <laughs> hit or a prince. prince?" Excuse me,
2: a prince. Well, and I <laughs> think it was fair that that you know he left it up to Tristan. He said, "Well, if it, it, if you're going to learn how to be a ruler and stuff, you need to
9: start making decisions." So that's a little Ned Starkish. Yeah. What do you, yeah, what do you think you need to do? I mean, all of this honorable stuff that he was talking yeah. was all well and good, well, you but can... it was a little bit Ned stark Well, the first time we met Prince Doran,
2: you could see the parallel between him and Ned Stark. Yep. Right then. Yep. When she was saying, look, let me send her back piece by piece. And he was like, we don't kill little girl. <laughs> yeah, and all this other stuff. Well, over. Oprah said the same thing, too, but... So he tells him, "Okay, look," he says, "You know, my father, Tristan says my father taught me mercy. So your man Brown can uh, can accompany you back to King's Landing on one condition." And then it moves over to down yeah, in the dungeon, which was where
9: I've seen
2: where uh, Prince Dor- Doran's bodyguard, that big black dude. Oh, I don't
9: you skipped it.
2: What? The girls are doing some oh, fucking yeah. game. Oh yeah, you know what? I skipped that shit because that was some stupid motherfucking shit. That wasted what? A, hell is Why with these writers
9: that wasted a good? That was so nonsensical. Minute, I know. A, a, more than a minute. Now, if you're trying to show how tough these chicks are, why didn't you show how tough they were in that old pussy ass fight you had them doing last? Yeah, time? I mean to you play know? some little slapping
2: ass game. Are you kidding me? Oh, and then have one of them talking shit, and the other one finally talking more shit. Oh, shut the fuck up! I know it was just wasted. It was time. wasted. That's how come my mind just went over it. Yeah,
9: you just forgot. Okay, okay. but anyway, big yeah. black
2: dude bodyguard comes down and he gets brawn. <laughs> he he gets brawn, and his, I love brawn. And once again, once, this- once again, we got the little ho-time sand fake. Saying, oh, don't forget me. Don't forget, I'm the
9: prettiest girl.
2: Oh, shut the fuck up. No,
9: she's like, who am I again? Oh, One shut last time, up. But well I? I like that shit. I know. I like Braun, though, because when he opened the door, he's like, am I going to be happy at the end of this walk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the way he says <laughs> that.
2: And you know what? This is what I like about Braun. In my opinion, Braun has the same dialogue like Jacken has, only... His stuff isn't like that rhymey, rhymey stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he always has something. He always says something meaningful, but in a jokey way. Right. But it's information or, or uh, that you that you want to know or right. need to know.
9: Yeah. He cracks me up yeah. though. And I I don't like oh. this shit they're doing either with the girl. I mean, if you want the girl to like him and him like her fine. Yeah. But the way it's done, um, it, I'm just so annoyed with the Sand Snakes now. It is so juvenile. Like, oh, forget it. Let's not waste any time. They, got some, some, they got
2: some little young punky horny boy writing this shit. I don't know. Because it is just so juvenile. It, it's just ridiculous. I don't know. But anyway, so they take him upstairs and I like the way Jamie introduces him. He, he says, uh, Prince Doran, this is Braun of the Blackwater. I like that, because yeah, he was at Blackwater, wasn't he? Oh, Lord. That was good. And so, you know, they explained to him, yeah, you, you'll be able to, you know, come back with me and everything, and, and, and Brian, ooh, okay. Thank you, great. That's yeah, fun. that's great. This is great. And J- then Jamie says, well, but there's one condition. And they get the bodyguard dude. The bodyguard elbows him. him in the, he and elbows him face. in the mouth.
9: Well, hey. And I'm
2: thinking, what Hey, give a person some warning. No, hey, I'd
9: rather that exactly oh. than get chopped. Okay,
2: Lord have mercy. And of course, it knocked him down. You know, he said his mouth started bleeding and stuff. Hey, that's
9: a that mm. is a better deal than possibly getting killed.
2: Well, now yeah. th- there you go. That's true. So. Now
9: it was later after Bron
2: and Jamie and Marcella um, uh, and Tristan left. That
9: well, Jamie's in another room writing, and Prince Doran
2: is telling Ilaria.
9: No, it was the same time because after okay, so we skipped the piece. Okay, we went to Bron before we got to this part. So when they struck the deal that Tristan was going to go back, yep, beyond the small council and all that shit. That's when Jamie said, or excuse me, that's when Prince Doran said, "Let's have a toast." They do that toast to Tommen. She poured the wine out on the floor, and she got pissed and jumped up and says, that's why your ass can't walk. You ain't got no fucking spine. <laughs> now. <laughs> I forgot that part. I'm one. sorry, <laughs> but she would have to have gotten a beat down. <laughs>
2: No, because he told her, look, if you, so she tries if you to wasn't storm, the mother of wait, my no, favorite no, nieces. No, that ain't what he
9: said. So she tries <laughs> to storm out past him. He grabbed her up and said, look, you're the mother of four of my nieces, and I love you. My favorite nieces, he says. He says, but, and I hope you live a long life. But you ain't going to live a long life. You keep talking like this outside your motherfucking neck. Well, he tells her, he says, your little rebellion is over. Mm. you
2: either, you know, swear to me that that's it's That's later. Or so you die. A, And
9: then after all the bronze shit, <laughs> then we get a scene where they're in a whole other room. A whole
2: other room. And, and the three sand fakes are there too. Right.
9: Because he wants them to see this shit too. Yeah. He, well, yeah. probably what happened was, after Alaria went, he had the other three go. But he had his henchman there with his big ass sickle thing, or spear, <laughs> whatever the fuck that's called. That weapon. Axe. And he and he says, okay, your shit's over. This this shit's done. Mm-hmm. So you either swear to me or your ass is gone hmm What you gonna do? You ain't got no choice. You gotta swear to him. Now my thing is this, I hope while you're swearing her ass to you, mm-hmm. that you keep watching your motherfucking back. What? Because what I would have done is said, Yeah, you gotta bend down and kiss my fucking ring, but then your ass also got to move out. <laughs> Yeah,
2: but they do Move out the castle. No, I'd want her where I could uh, put my thumb on her, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she already lives way out in the that little camp thing. I don't think that's where she lived. I think mean, oh. that's just where they was at. But. They was at, okay, training yeah. and, and and stuff. Okay, but anyway, but she's crying though. She don't want to do See, it. See, and
9: that's another thing. She yeah. don't
2: want to do it. Right. She don't want to do it, but she right. knows she'll be dead on the spot if you she doesn't. You
9: gonna sit there crying because you don't want to fucking swear to me? Y'all has got to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I might not kill you, but you got to get up out my house. You ain't living with me with that fucking attitude. I know that much. <laughs> but anyway, so she gets this little ring while she's sniveling
2: and
5: shit.
9: hmm <laughs> And then now uh, later on. And then they and then the girls are watching, and the one mm-hmm. that's her daughter is looking all upset because she's crying and shit.
2: hmm
9: Yeah, so then later on, we later get to- into... Later on, Jamie's <laughs> in his little
2: cell writing a letter. And she comes in there... Uh,
9: his nice-ass cell room or whatever. Yeah,
2: well, like. but but it's still a cell because it's got bars on it. It's just really nice accommodations. And he's writing a letter. And she, left and she comes in there fucking with him. And she's trying now, to be all nice and sweet. I didn't sweet. know what the whole point of this shit was. Her point was to throw him off guard to make it appear like... she. All it was, was over. over. The rebellion right. was over. Right. That her feelings had changed. Whatever. And 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole thing was. But the whole thing was designed so he would not be on guard. You know what I mean? Well, Watching for shit. <clears throat> yeah. That's what I think anyway. And so she, she's telling him, Look, you know, I know that Marcella had no part in killing the man that I love. And I have a feeling that you probably didn't have any part in that either.
10: Mm-hmm. That's
2: what she tells him. Right. If you notice, he's just kind of looking at her. Because he don't really know whether to trust her or not. Uh, I would think not. Yeah. But anyway, so that's what she was trying. In my opinion, that's what she was trying to do. Throw him off guard. Right. So he would not be on his guard. because
9: Well, and before all that conversation... When she first walks in there, she's telling me he writes like a seven year old. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, he's writing with his left hand, chick. Mm-hmm. His hand got cut off. Also, I always I thought about the fact that he didn't know how, he doesn't read well, so probably can't write that well. But probably most of it's because he's writing with his opposite hand. Then she comes talking about all this shit about oh, I'm, I know that your sister's happy that mm-hmm. her daughter's coming home. Mm-hmm. Because obviously he's writing this letter Raven to Cersei, Cersei uh-huh. who in prison anyway, so she ain't gonna get it nohow. Yeah, but he don't know that. I don't think they give prison letters in the Faith militant prison. But he don't know that though. Right. But my point is that I mean that conversation was kind of, you know, yeah. janky yeah. in itself. And then he's like, you really love her, don't you? And he says, mm-hmm. of course, she's my niece. She's like, no, I meant the, your sister.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mm-hmm. meant your sister. And
9: so he gives her a look like he gave Bron in the boat. Yeah. She's like, oh, you wouldn't have got red for that shit. He yeah, goes, she, she
2: said, we don't do that here. We don't do, we don't. We don't make, uh, what she said? We don't make rules and assumptions about who we love. Right. Or, or some some shit like that.
9: Some shit.
2: But see. She knows, she was there long enough to know that him and Cersei keep all that shit on the DL. Thank you. And she called herself... Digging that shit Yeah, digging that and twisting it in just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know, just a little bit, see. Mm -hmm. That's what she called herself doing. Right. Mm Now, (sighs) I think that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, because she let him know that she... She did not believe Marcella had any. Well, she knows Marcella didn't have nothing right. to do with it. But uh, what I thought was interesting is what she said, and, and I perhaps have, you didn't. I have it. a feeling that you are innocent of it as well. That's what she said, and you know, to me, she put that last part in there to throw him off, so he would not be like on his guard, looking for shit. Well, you know, or ready for ready for something. That's that's what I think anyway. So that's the last we see that's her That's the last as. we see of her ass. So let's do bravos and then we'll do Mureine last.
9: <clears throat> okay. So, so Bravos. Uh, arias on the wharf. What's this and <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna let you do it. <laughs>
2: Hopping her wares. Oysters, clams, and cockles. Oh, and and uh, I now know what a cockle is because one some of kind our of clams. yeah one of our family members posted nasty, it. I saw, I
9: know.
2: It looked slimy, just like oysters.
9: I can't eat. None I of wouldn't that be shit. naked. No mussels. No clams. I don't oysters, eat
2: that shit. No. I don't really like seafood. Well, I, I'm I not mean, eating that. I can't eat salmon. I love catfish. That's bad. And it. the some of these people eat that shit without cooking it raw. 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 But that's why people eat oysters, I think. Don't they eat
9: them raw? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But that, I don't, who came up with the first time to eat that shit? I don't know. Ooh, they was a hungry. They was, <laughs> I was <so> <laughs> that was some hungry, that was some hungry bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna look at an open oyster and go, hmm, that looks delicious. What was the same with the crab and shit? Well, a, a crab at least has some meat in its leg. Hell, legs. but you but know nobody, what? I wouldn't have thought that to crunch that shit up. And open up its little leg and get some meat out yeah. of it. Yeah. And like a shrimp. Well. Oh, no. It, I don't know. I shrimp are
2: good. Now, I like Well, shrimp. I mean, shrimp are good, but I mean, do you see it when it's alive? You see it's how weird it looking. Yeah. It's weird looking. Yeah. So, what possessed you to want to eat it? I don't know. Anyway. But now bread it up and shit. Oh, yeah, that shit good. Bread it up and fry. <laughs> <laughs> because
9: he taste it. they take the little beady head, the beady-eyed oh, head eat, off. I can't eat a whole shrimp with a face on it. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Damn. No. Can't do it. All right.
2: So Anywho, she, she's on the wharf and everything. And she's, of course, going toward the, the, man. the gambler.
10: Mm-hmm. And
2: because and, she knows he's going to want some. And then she sees the boat. She sees his boat. She sees. Coming um, to the
9: dock. What's his name?
2: Tyrell and, and Sir Marin Trent. Yeah, the
9: Sir, the Tyrell, whatever his first name is. Is his name Mance,
2: Lance, something? Mace. Mace. Mace Tyrell. Mace Tyrell. And what's his name? Sir Marin Trent. Yeah, Marin Trent. That's it. Yeah, I didn't Anyway, hear you. and she sees <clears throat> him and she is just fixated yes and the little gambler guy saying not, hey girl hey girl she ain't she is in her own little world i know and i got thinking damn are you too fucking obvious oh she's way obvious because she's just like staring transfixed. at him
9: like "Ooh, this bitch is and here. she's moving a little closer and a little yeah. closer you know and he looks over at her, I'm thinking girl hi because he didn't recognize you and that's what i'm thinking Cause she look like a
2: girl now and he looked right at her but you know as a soldier and, and, and a part of the King's Guard, he's probably just surveying to make sure that there's no threats because that's what they do. Yeah. And I don't think he really fixated on her. Mm-mm. Although it looked like he was looking right at her, though, but obviously he was just, you know. Mm-hmm. So and so co- she
9: follows his ass.
2: Yeah, Mace Tyrell is running his mouth from the time he get out the boat.
9: No, but I didn't mind him because the, the Bravo C Bank guy came up He's he he a little rude though, stiff and the, the, rude. The bank guy, right? And yeah. so Tyrell's just chit chatting, mm-hmm. and you know, cause he's jolly. What well, he got to be <laughs> mad about? You know, <laughs> he's just chit chatting, talking about wine and shit. Yeah, this dude talking about I don't drink. He's like, oh, okay, well then. <laughs> he keep on talking <laughs> and goes on about his business, I'm and like, the whole time that
2: that Arya's staring at them. That gambler guy's yelling at her, girl, girl. Girl, I want some oysters, girl, you know, yes. and I'm thinking, well, shut the
9: hell up because isn't Trent going to look over there and see? No, because he had stopped by that point. He had stopped by that point. But it was just suspicious that she wasn't like trying to offer him some plants. Mm-hmm. So anyway. But she was, she, followed, she was
2: uh, selling to other people. Right. And she's war.
9: following him through the town to she's the following.
2: bank. Yeah.
9: Then people are coming up to her to get some. So, what's she going to do? She got to sell some of her shit. Which is a perfect cover, though. Right. See. So, they go all the way to the Bank of Bravos. They go in there. And they go in there. So, then she's waiting on the outside, across the street, on the steps, Mm -hmm. eating Eating, eating oysters and shit. Mm -hmm. I don't think she was really eating them. But that's just my opinion. Wow. Anyway. So, when they come out, she's, she's like, oh, shit. Okay. It's time for me to move. Is mm-hmm. I'm following these bitches, mm-hmm. and and May Tyrell is singing. Now I didn't get that. I didn't get that shit. But the, I don't know. Yeah, I guess he was talking about well, business is done or some shit. I don't even know. I think he, yeah, I think he called himself trying to be cordial and and like um
2: uh you know. Like, like at the end of your day, when you're going to go to happy hour or something, because yeah. your business has concluded, to just unlock. And I think that's what he calls himself right. doing, and trying to induce the bank guy to, like, come with him.
9: Well, and you know, before they go in the bank, that's that, what that I conversation think. he was having with him about being a gambler and making bets, I started thinking, you know what? Miss Tyrell is as dumb as, as people, people say. are saying, Okay. Because
2: he was kind of breaking it down, wasn't he? He, said, oh, uh, he yeah, was, you, Well you bad guys are like gamblers, you know?
9: Yeah. You make bets. Yeah. He bet, he's like, we do not. He's like, yeah, all this was built with bets, because you uh-huh. bet enough you're going to pay your ass back uh-huh. with interest. Boop! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it also, as he was leaving, obviously they struck some kind of deal. Obviously. because He was happy. Because they was able to leave without getting got. Because uh, what's his name? Daddy uh, Lannister done said, look, you don't fuck over the Bank of Bravos.
2: Exactly.
9: So obviously he made some kind of deal with them. Well,
2: I took it like because of, of Mace's attitude when they came out of the bank. He obviously struck a a, a deal that he wanted. Right. Because he was in a good mood. Yep. He was ready to go party. And even even uh Marin Tran, he was ready to go party. Uh, without him. Well, of course, you know. Right. He was with two other guards, right? So complaining about he's like, that Tyrell, old fucker. He said that old fucker. I thought he'd never shut up. All that damn
9: singing. <laughs> and, and the one guy's like, "Well, wasn't that bad." <laughs> he's such a. So, meanie. He, so dark. It's getting dark, and he's leading in somewhere. And he, they he, finally get to the hoe house. They go into a brothel. He says, "Look," he says, "I'll be
2: paying." He says, "I'll be. Uh, I don't mind paying, but I don't share." That's right, what i said. because one
9: of the guys says, you pay, paying? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm paying for myself.
2: No, I'm like, oh, no, sharing with y'all. No, what he of- said was, I don't mind paying, but I don't share. It. Right. Which I took that to mean, he don't mind paying for y'all, but he ain't sharing his, whoever he he's
9: getting. No, I took it to mean he's paying for his own, uh, and he ain't okay. giving y'all none. Okay. So if you guys want some, y'all better go buy, buy your own, hoe. Okay. <laughs> That's what I took it like. And now, when he went on into the brothel, and Arya
2: followed him in there. I, I thought, know. what the hell is she going to do? That's what I thought. And it's a good thing that that one hole wanted some oysters. Thank you. Because then she had a reason to be there.
9: Right. I'm thinking, what are you thinking? You're going in there. She sure was. You know?
2: Mm, she didn't mm, hesitate. Mm. She didn't hesitate. She just kept right on she walking.
9: She kept right on walking like she and had And obviously
2: her, but... the little manager guy said, hey, hey, girl, what you doing? And and he was just getting ready to shoo her away when that prostitute said, "Oh no, let her come on in. We hungry. We hungry. We hungry. Yeah. You know. And so the man she was with, he bought a
9: bunch of them too. Yep. Bought a whole bunch him. of, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of. them. And so then, um, she while she's getting the shit ready for him, she's watching Trent go mm-hmm. into this back room. This back room. Yeah. Where this madam is presenting
2: girls to him. And so, and he what sent- does this motherfucker say? Too, too old. And so she brings another girl. And this girl looked kind of cute. Well, she was
9: probably like 16. Right.
2: And he's looking at her. Too, too old.
9: So then she's like, oh, shit. So she's like, oh, I have just the one. Calls another girl. The whole time, Arya's standing behind the screen. And, and she says, okay, Watching him. This is our best.
2: This is our most highest priced girl. And she looked young, though. She looked like she was probably about 13, 14. Yeah. And he says, too, too
9: old. Oh. Thinking, now at that point... At that point, you fucking pedophile? Yeah. Oh. He was already a fucking pedophile. Hell no. And know. at that point, his two dudes sitting over there on the side was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, this bitch is crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I started thinking, oh, shit. And then
2: one of them comes up behind Arya because he wants some oysters. Right. He's like, oh. So did you
9: see oh, when no. she come around the counter? Oh. how he perked the fuck up? Yes. And I said, oh, okay, Lord. That's her end, though. Yeah. That's her end. I can kill you
2: know? I know. Well, but anyway.
9: anyway so so, so. When, he t-
2: when he tells the madam for the third time the girl's too old, the madam says, he says, do you have what I want or not? She said, oh, I got just a thing. She goes and gets like the little cleaning girl or something. That's who I thought it She was. wasn't even a <laughs> prostitute. This was no. somebody who worked for her. Probably. Like doing dishes or some shit. Cause the little girl was looking. At her. First of all, the girl had had a full clothes on. Right. But she was looking around like what? 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 What?
9: And the girl probably was about
2: eleven. Eleven or twelve. Twelve. Yeah. At
9: that, she didn't even have boobs yet. Yeah. This motherfucker gonna come talking about uh huh yeah. <laughs> I'm like this bitch. Child, man. Again. Oh, I was getting pissed ooh, off. I was, oh, I was, I was so like, mad. you know what? This is too much for me. This is too much. <laughs> These fucking writers, I tell you, they ooh so, they got some issues well, with women. Look, look, at this point though, I was too through, but but I apparently what they're trying to do
10: <laughs>
9: is make a way for Arya to be able to get in with this motherfucker later. Anyway. Anywho, all I know is the poor little girl gets snatched off the little podium and then they went to hand him a fucking time clock. A oh, timer. And he turned, he says, Oh, I'll tell you when I'm done. I'll tell you when I'm oh, done. Oh, and by the way, tomorrow you gonna have me a fresh one? That's what he said. And she says, Oh, absolutely. I was too fucking through. Shit. I was too motherfucking through. Oh. Uh. <laughs> awful oh i was so mad i was so mad i was so mad yep i can't even i believe was that so shit. mad but i kept i knew at that point okay this is the way aria's gonna get in there because yeah. she's that age she oh, was looking all mean goodness. fire that chick said girl if i have to tell you one more time get the fuck out of here yeah so she leaves and goes she back goes to the house, of, to the house, house of, of black and white right and Jackin's there talking to Valar Margolis and some dude, <laughs> giving him some water. And so
2: I was like, well, and, you know. And he says, so what, what's a girl done or something like that? And she says, well, the thin man wasn't hungry today. And I knew he didn't believe her He didn't believe her. Because the way he looked at her.
9: He says, well, maybe that's why he's a thin man. Mm-hmm. She says, tomorrow. He says, mm-hmm. Okay. And he says, well, you got work to do. Because the dude, right then, the dude passed and yeah, died. Went, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so then she went to go get the guy. And uh, Jack is looking at her like, bitch, please. I know you lying. I know it. He gave up that look like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah, okay. We're going to deal with
2: this tomorrow.
9: Yeah, we'll deal with this. I'm going <laughs> to see what the fuck you do. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good, though. Well, the only good thing about that scene is the fact that she now knows where he's at.
2: Yeah. She, but you know, we
9: knew she was going
2: to encounter him though. Yeah.
9: Cause there was no other reason for him to go to Bravo's with, uh, what's his name? But see,
2: thinking about it now, they didn't have to go there. No. Okay. She, she got a whole big motherfucking room full of faces. She could have been anything. She could have been a dude. So they didn't have to go to the pedophile route.
9: Yes, a, they do. No. Because, yes, they do. Because they have to keep up this torture and abuse of yeah. women. Yeah. There's something about Hollywood that loves that fucking subject, apparently. Mm. But again, honestly, as you break the shit really down, that's how the fucking world works, too. <laughs> so, mm. do we get on Hollywood for just portraying what fucking happens in the fucking world? Yeah. Still today? That's true. I don't know. Yep. That I mean that that's a good point. So we can't I mean I'm just I'm annoyed with it, but then I had to think, well, this shit fucking still happens today. Still
2: today. Girls being snatched up and shit.
9: And shit? Mm-hmm. Those damn ooh, don't even get me No, certain. we ain't even we ain't, we ain't going to fucking there. uh whatever the fucking people that snatch up all them girls? Bulk of them. Out of the 300 that they that got home, all of them fucking pregnant? Yep. That's some fucking bo- that is some fucking bullshit. Them yeah. motherfuckers best be going to hell. I tell you,
2: nuke them, I dare Now,
9: if you could find them all in one place, I'd say nuke them, but the is you can't. Mm. All right.
2: <sighs> <sighs> I Got love pressure. pressure up. Up. God, my pressure. <laughs> Dang, Game of Thrones. Anyway, all right, let's go to Marine...
9: Ooh, because at least this was good. This was good. This is the best fucking Actually, this was the best scene. No, wait. This is the best Daenerys scene of the season.
2: Yes. Which is unfortunate. It is because we're on the uh, one more, and then the
9: finale. But yeah, uh, this is the best. Yeah, this is the, the only Daenerys scene. Yeah. Besides the fact that when uh, Tyrion came up, yeah, this is the best scene with her in it. Period. Yep. Okay, so we're going to start with, uh,
2: obviously, the, the arena is open now, the fighting pits and the big, huge arena in the city, and we see Danny, Tyrion, and Masande, and they're all sitting up on the dais, you know, waiting for the games to start. Yep. His daughter comes strolling in there, rushing in there, and Danny says, oh, where are you been? He says, I had to make sure everything's ready. Yeah. Now, see? That was suspicious. That was very suspicious, in my opinion. I thought, all right now.
9: But what I was looking at, more than all of that, was Daenerys' necklace. I love it. Oh, she looked really pretty. I want a dragon necklace like that. I don't know where to (laughs) find one. If any of y'all are forgers, forge me one. (laughs) That was so It was very cool. But
2: she looked really good.
9: I love that she white outfit. Really so They've they yeah. been having her wear this white outfit mm-hmm. for I don't know how long. But she looks really but that good. That necklace was the bomb.com. <laughs> okay, so then
2: then <clears throat> this this announcer guy comes out and he's speaking Valeria and of course he's welcoming everybody and you know, there's two men. One really tall, big dude and one kind of a shorter dude. But, yeah. <clears throat> but he was still a good sized man. And they're obviously going to be the first two fighters and stuff. Yeah. And so Dario is saying to uh, uh, Daenerys that, you know what, you should be betting on the on the small, small guy. Because, you know, small
9: guys can really, they're quick and everything, and they usually win. He said, because when I was fighting, everybody uh-huh. bet against me, against the bigger pe- competitors, mm-hmm. and I whooped them every time.
2: Uh-huh. And he starts trying to say, no, nah, no. Nah, you uh, uh uh you need to. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you don't you don't know what you're talking about because the, the bigger man is going to you know win. I know about these things. And it's usually the bigger he's guy bu- that wins and stuff. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And they're kind of going back and forth and yeah. back and forth. And Tyrion looks annoyed. Yeah. That's what I say. He looks yeah. annoyed. He does. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you guys quit the, with this pissing contest, right? You know. And
9: plus Tyrion, he's like, look. I've seen enough
2: death. Yeah, I don't really want to be
9: this killing and shit Mm -hmm. right now, which I'm agreeing with.
2: But I did notice his little legs was dangling off. Sister J, damn, they could at least given him a lower. It was not dangling. Yes,
9: it was. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, Sister J, you are a fucking mess. (laughs) (laughs) You're so rude. Oh, it's cute. No. You oh, can I be talking about Peter Dinklage like that every episode. <laughs> That's awful.
2: Okay, so anyway, so you know, the fight starts or, or his art tells her, uh They're waiting for you. They're waiting for you. You, you need to clap. clap. Yeah. So she finally does one little clap and the whole the, the whole crowd yells, Good! you know, and the fight starts and all that stuff. Right. And anyway, Dario's so, still flapping his gums, and yeah. the big man chops off the head of the little smaller <laughs> man. Just <laughs> lops the head off.
9: <laughs> and his star starts smiling.
2: Yeah, his star starts smiling. Wait a minute, did you notice Dario shut up?
9: He had to, He shut Shit. the hell up. Uh, he had to. <laughs> that he, was he funny. Was, he was wrong on that count. Oh, that was funny. Plus, that fool had the biggest-ass fucking sword. I mean... Yeah, it was big. You can't be ducking and dodging all that shit. It was
2: really big. It was really big.
9: So then, the second
2: round fights... Uh, give me a start. And, you know, Danny is busy talking to to his dar, and they're trading barbs back and forth, where she's not even listening to uh, the fighters, because they kind of, like, you know, pledge the fight to the queen, this right. and the other... Then she hears Jorah's voice. Yep.
9: That was so good. You see her face? Yep. She looked like an interior. She was like, this fucker is back again. That's what it was like. Like, Adam sent this bitch away. He will not stop. I did not. I did not think that's
2: what that looks at at all. I did not think that's what it said at all. I think what it said to her, she was not only, she was, she was trying, in my opinion, she was trying to hide the fact that she was so pleased to see him. She was so pleased to see him. Because did you see the first thing Tyrion did was he looked at Daenerys to see what her reaction was. Yeah. Masande looked over at da- Daenerys too to see what her re- everybody was looking at her. See. Well, yeah, see, because
9: the see last what her reaction
2: time. was. But she looked like, oh shit. He he's here. Because she does like Jorah, though. But anyway, so so he says goes through his little thing, his little speech, and then she's just still sitting there like stunned that it's him. And then I think she realizes and his daughter goes to tell her something and Dario says, shut your mouth.
9: Ah! I love it. I think his daughter is trying to figure out why she get quiet all of a sudden. Yeah. Why is she looking off? But when know.
2: Dario told him to shut his mouth, I was laughing. I thought, yeah, you better shut up. Just give her a minute.
9: Yeah. Just give her a
2: minute. Give you know? her a
9: damn minute. So
2: she does the little hand clapping, and I like the little head nod George uh, gave her. Like, yeah, because he it. was he was trying to tell her with his presence that okay, let me die in the ring fighting for you if that's how I'm gonna die. Right. You know, give me that honor. You know, and that's what she was doing for him. I I think. Well but, but all
9: I know is when they start fighting he was getting his ass kicked. Well not not too bad. I mean he was yeah, he, he was he got, got
2: sliced a uh, good wow. three, four times. He, he got knocked down he got punched, punched but knocked
9: he, down, his but, sword was But Jorah still killed the other people too. I know, but I'm saying he got his sword uh knocked out, he got popped in the face. He got kicked in the stomach. He got sliced good. Yeah, but for times. that old dude to be old,
2: because well, we already established the, that he was at least 60, that's he was doing it because he beat his opponents.
9: Now, if Jordan was 60,
2: how old was fucking Sir Barristan then? Oh, he was old.
9: <laughs> <coughs>
2: oh, he was real old.
9: Well, he had to be at least 65. Oh, no, 70? no, no. Older than that. He didn't look it. Older
2: than that. Because, because I took it like... um so, Barristan, tell me, he was like a young man when he first was Robert's Kingsguard. Well, yeah. And he grew up in that. Right. Right. Okay. That's that, Robert was king, what, 20-some years. I don't know, but... but a long he time. He had to be either around George's age or a little bit older. I think he was older. I think he was in his 70s. Well, shit. Barristan. Because that's why Cersei, not only... Did she want to get rid of him? Harrison
9: was a bad
2: mofo. He was hey, he, he was bad, but but Jorah did good, I think. And me? the one guy, there was three men left. see. I thought there was only two men left. There was three men left, and the one guy was just about ready to stick Jorah, but the uh, but the other guy stuck him. Right. Because he, you got to be the last man standing.
9: And see, Tyrion's in there talking about you can stop this. You can stop this. And and he uh, start saying, "No, she can't. No, she, she really, can't. She really couldn't. No, she really no, couldn't. She really couldn't." And all these uh, people just cheering it out. Mm-hmm. So Dora finally um, slices the dude. Mm-hmm. The last guy mm-hmm. gets him all down. Where he's not dead yet though, and everybody's chanting, booing, really, because he ain't killed the guy. Yeah, yet. booing. But he's looking at Daenerys. Actually, throughout the whole fight, he's looking at her. He is. And anyway, all of a sudden he grabs this. Spear so he's looking out at Daenerys, and his face changes. And he's like, oh, like. Yeah, his face does change, though. Yeah, it does. Because I'm thinking, what? What the fuck? What the
2: fuck, the girl? Girl? <laughs>
9: Thank you.
2: That's what I <laughs> and said. And he grabs this spear out of the back of a dude that he speared with. And he it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and he threw it. It looks like he threw it at Daenerys. But yeah. He, was, he was throwing it at this motherfucking Sons
9: of the Harpy dude that was sneaking up
2: behind Daenerys. Okay, now,
9: Ooh. how the bloody, dusty fuck. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, uh, what's his name? Dario grabs her, and the spear, uh, excuse me. When they look down, it is the son of the harpy. They all start looking around, and them bitches is everywhere. I bet you every third person in that whole arena had, thinking, had how a, the fuck a this harpy happen? mask on. How the fuck did this happen?
2: Ain't nobody seen shit. And then all of a sudden, all them harpies start killing up everybody. But this is what I didn't get. They they're killing up
9: money. people in the fucking
2: crowd. But they're killing up the, the, the highborn, the masters. But no. they were dressed different. Yes, they were. Yes, they well, were. Well, yeah,
9: I, that's another thing. These sons of the harpies look like they were slaves, some of them. Exactly.
2: By so the then, way why they were why dressed? they
9: trying to kill her? Ass? Daenerys? Yeah. They so want that, her dad! That hissing and shit. Yeah, they want her dad! Yeah, I noticed that, too. I don't know. I, the I, whole I was, point of the Sons of the
2: Harpy was the the Masters, I, re, well, I believe, I created, the, created that shit. Right. Because they don't want Daenerys
9: being queen over there. Right. The Masters were the Sons of the Harpy. Exactly. But it well, looked like the Sons of the Harpy were killing up slaves. I do not believe the Masters were. The, the Masters
2: don't do nothing. They don't do no work. They just instigated the the sons of the harpy. Any- they they weren't the actual harpies because they don't do no work. Well, anyhow, I don't I don't know. But they was killing up all the masters. They was killing up everybody. We were trying to kill up everybody on that
9: DS. They can't wait. Now this is what surprised my ass. It is surprised everybody. His star come talking about come this way, my queen. I know another way. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, wait a minute now. Mm-hmm. Alan wouldn't go with his ass. Uh, they, and then they come up on him and start stabbing him with Stabbed his him ass. up. Stabbed him and I'm like, up. like, oh, wait a minute. I thought he was the fucking king of the uh, harpy. That's what we thought. Well. So, so you know. He wasn't. So. So I was like, well shit. And then the way that Daryl was looking was like, oh damn, I thought he was part of it too because he had made two comments before. Well, first of all, when George kills
2: that harpy, and he uh Dario has grabbed uh, Daenerys and, and he looks around and all this is happening at the same time. Right. And he sees all them harpies. I am glad he did that. The first thing he, he said was protect your queen. Yes. And that's he did. when the un, the few unsullied that was there around the Diaz, at least they kind of close closer to together. Right. You know. Right. And then uh uh when the harpies killed his dar. Then Dario and Jorah was killing those harpies. Right. And they kind of looked at each other. And so Dario kind of gave Jorah a little nod. Like you take her. And you take her. And he went over to the nearest and offered his hand.
9: Now see, this is okay. Let's pause on this moment. <laughs> <laughs> now this I bitch think he's gonna do it. Ain't got no gloves on or nothing. Okay, but wait a minute. I know, I know, but still the potential.
2: No. no. he offered his right hand to her. Well, that's true. And that 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 grayscale is on his left but wrist. I know. And so she but still, I was like, but Daenerys looked she looked okay, at that very moment, she looked just like a little child who was being saved from a house fire. By, by the fireman. You know yeah, what I mean? Or her dad is. Yeah. She looked like a little child, lost child. So she took his hand and he, he let her down into the arena, lifted her down into the arena part so they could, you know, run to one of those exits. Right. While they're running to an exit of which was blocked, of course. Then a harpy comes behind him. So Jory got to kill him. Yep. So Dario says, come on, we can go on the other side. In the meantime, some my heartbeats is getting ready to cut up Masande. Thank you. Oh, she hell no. I'm like, well, what'd she do? She didn't do nothing. And Tyrion, I have to give it to him. Tyrion, Tyrion, Tyrion was bad ass. He knifed that
9: sucker. He slid that motherfucker's He, he slid throat. him. Thank you. I love it.
2: And then he grabbed Missandei and said, stay, stay close. close. And they running. <laughs> Woo! Go ahead.
9: Go ahead, Tyrion. Go ahead, baby. That's Go ahead, you Tyrion.
2: Do. And then once Tyrion got down in the arena and he and Masande um, uh, are running towards uh, 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 Danny, he right. said the same thing. He's yelling at the Unsullied too. Protect your queen. Yeah. And that's when they made that circle around them. Right. So at least, you know. Right.
9: But then here come about a thousand Oh, it looked like a bunch. More at least 500. Um, so I'm thinking, where are all these motherfuckers coming from? Oh, uh, uh, to
2: meet, they're the slaves. Uh, they that, must be. That, they are mad at her because she,
9: she she, that slave. she, she executed him in public. I know, chopped his head off. I know. Anyhow, I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, it was this. awful. So, and the whole time I'm screaming, "See, fucking Daenerys! This is why you need to keep them babies out of fucking catacombs." Because they could have Where come are said, your yeah, dragons? Like you. That's what I kept saying. So, but I really like this scene because as she and Masande are like, "Fuck, we're fucked," they start holding hands. Well, Masande is—you can tell she's really afraid. Yeah. And and
2: I think Daenerys holds her hand to help calm her, but she also. She's afraid. Yeah. Because, because even though Dra and the unsullied are keeping them at bay for the time there's being, too many but of there's it. just too many because
9: of them. Because they're it. only attacking one at a time.
2: If they exactly. they all attacking one. Exactly. Somebody, that would have been it. But, uh, and so at the moment, this is what I think. I think at the moment that Daenerys held uh, Masande's hand, if you notice, Masande kind of, her breathing kind of slowed down and she was a little calmer. No, and,
9: that was Daenerys. That was calmer. Well, anyway. And Daenerys, as soon as she took her hand, you're right. Mm -hmm. She kind of like was like, you know what? If this is my fate, this is my fate. This is my fate. She closed her eyes. She closed her eyes. And here comes Drogon. Okay, all of a sudden we hear this (coughs) this
2: (coughs) and we see a ball of fire.
9: And here comes here comes
2: Drogon. Oh, that was the best scene in the whole series, season five, in my opinion. Yes, that was the best. Yes, it is. Scene. Yes, it oh, is. Oh, just when you needed him, here he comes. Here he comes. Ooh. He knows his mama in fucking trouble. He know his mama in trouble. Now, what well, I Ooh. wish they would
9: have done, but I mm. guess they had to have it happen the way it did. Yeah. While he was flying, he should have been burning some motherfuckers. Well, up. I think, I think. Uh, okay, this is what I think.
2: I think. Okay, this is the very first time that Drogon has has been in this situation. Where he's had to protect her from other people coming on her. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that's because uh, 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 somebody right. at work was asking me, well, how come he just didn't step in the sky? Why did he even have to land? But I think it's because he caught himself getting as close to her right, as, as, possible. He, as he could get. Right. So he landed. And then when that one uh, a harpy guy tried to run up on Daenerys, that's, and that's he when started. he snapped his head yes. off. And then he turned around and started burning all that. Yes. Oh, I love that dragon I love fire. That. I, love I love that. I love that dragon fire. I know, but Tyrion's face—he was like, oh, "Oh my
9: goodness!" She is magical. It's basically what yeah. he was speaking to me. He was because just. Uh, why else would Drogon just appear like exactly. that unless they're connected? Because I mean,
2: Masande, she's seen the dragons before. Jorah seen the dragons Jorah's before. Seen them from the jump. Yeah, Masande. Well, but she's seen them. Right. She's seen them grow up. Right. You know. Tyrion just saw Drogon that one time just uh, flying over.
9: Right. So while he's burning up some, he turns around and burns up some more. Yes. But then there's some other sons of the fucking harpies that are throwing spears. Spears at him. Getting him in his back and his neck. And I'm thinking, oh, y'all. Now, if y'all kill fucking Shuri and Drogon, I'm fucking out. I know. I know. I know. And wait. I am out. And they are like spearing him. And, he's got like two fucking spears in his neck. And so, so I started thinking, why he probably can't shoot fire right now because his neck is fucking got a fucking hole. Well, uh, that, I, I believe, yeah, because he I gets, think you know, you're after right. After he got speared, he didn't shoot fire again. Right. And I think
2: that's probably why Daenerys stepped forward and pulled that out of his neck. And, I think, and then he was able to fire. No, some. This,
9: this was funny because when she pulled that spear out of his neck, and he turned around and yelled at her. Mm-hmm. I think he was th- like, "Who the fuck is hurting me?" Well, and then, it hurt. yeah, but he realized like that was his mama. When mommy. he realizes his mama, he's like, "Oh shit, sorry, mama." Wait, wait, wait <laughs> but that's why he didn't blow fire. It was just that wind. Well, he couldn't. I don't think. That's what I'm saying. I think that once
2: I love hit that scene in though, the neck, he where she not- was. Touching his little... He uh, could not burn
9: fire once that thing went could to be. his neck.
2: But I like that scene where she reached out and, and uh, touched his little... Uh, Face. Uh, nose. Uh, snout. Yeah. That's what I call his his nose. Snout. Yeah. That I like that scene. And then, of course, one of them harpies threw something else at him. So Dario threw his sickle at, at that harpy and killed him. Mm-hmm. And so that's when Daenerys got the right, bright idea. Okay, let me walk around. And she grabbed his little scales. And as she was <clears throat> climbing, trying to figure out how to climb up on his back, I was yelling at TV, Yeah, get up there, rock that dragon. I was, oh, it was wonderful. Now, you know, when I she went it. to
9: climb up on him, that was the first moment I was like really struck by that it's CGI. Yeah. Because up until then, I know. It, it's been so realistic. Right. That, But when she had it, you know, because like, Wow, Leo. Yeah. But, uh, also, I thought it was still well done though. I noticed when she was walking around him, one of his wings has like a little hole in it. Well, yeah. It, uh, uh, they injured him.
2: Yeah. And so. that's the whole reason why Drogon had to walk a ways, just like an run airplane. Up, get run and start. Yeah, get a run and start because his wing is injured. Well, shit, he's been stabbed up. Yeah. his
9: But his wing is bleeding. Right. His now, right wing is another bleeding. Another thing I thought of while she was flying off, to safety that was wonderful is you couldn't have had your friends get up on him too because what i mean i know we are not gonna kill Tyrion and shit well
2: first of all okay <laughs> first of all i think that's a bogus argument number one oh, that's not an argument i just no, said no, no, i no. had a thought no number one she's trying to figure out in her mind how to get her baby out of there and safe? So, uh, right, so, so he could be safe and she could be safe. She's not thinking about them other ones at the moment, which, yeah. which I think is understandable. Right. I mean, she's got that connection with Drogon. She's trying to save him. Yep. And so she's on his back, and what she say? Mm-hmm. Vlad. I love it. And she just said it so calm. She wasn't yelling or nothing. Nope. And then he just walked about five, six steps, and then took off. It was wonderful. I loved it. I loved it. Too. I was hooping and hollering. I loved that.
9: That was so good.
2: It was so wonderful. I always love it when they
9: end the episode with the dragon scream, or yeah. yell, or noise yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Um. I love- then immediately when it went to the black screen, I was like, "See, the mother baby's still fucking locked up.
2: They still up. Like-
9: and ain't nobody can go get him out. She the only one who can go she get the him. the only out. one to go get him. She off flying somewhere." Because well, what I would have probably tried to do well, the, well, as soon as I left the, the arena is mm-hmm. I would have said, okay, we need to go open up the catacombs. Well, first of all, let them,
2: she's, she's riding on his back. She's going where he going. She, right. I mean, you know. I, I know. I thought it ended just fine.
9: It did. I was yeah. telling you that I thought about the other two that were yeah, locked up. They are locked up. Still. Still. Probably hollering shit in the catacombs. Probably, because they they failed her, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a good episode. That was, well, that that part made the episode for me. Okay, let's get on to our feedback. Okay. Our very first um, feedback of the episode is from Joseph, and it is a voicemail. I hope it's not long-ass. Well, we about to find out. All right, come on. Okay, so let's play that now. Hey sisters, it's me, Joseph,
3: from Las Vegas. I'm gonna try and talk really quickly, as quickly as I can, about just two scenes of episode 9 of season 5 of Game of Thrones. The first, obviously, Shireen dying. W T F! Ugh! Oh! Just her screaming and like calling out, and then Stan is saying, forgive me. Now, Stan is now, certainly now, and I Hopefully everyone's shitless. He is out of it, no more Stannis, Even though he was rocking that nice beard, his scruff, but no. And then in the inside episode of the of this episode, um, one of the producers said, "Oh, the the mother of Shireen um, is now is is finally being a mother again." And I'm like, "Finally being a mother she, from the very." Start when it, when these characters came came on our screens. She never became a mother to her. Like what? And then she's all like, runs towards her after Shireen's yelling out for her. I'm like, it's like it's like in Big Brother UK. You when you nominate someone and then you cry because they just the, people, the person you just nominate just got evicted. I'm like, oh, it was kind of frustrating. And then obviously the last scene with the dragon Drogon, that whole ridiculous. Coliseum fight, the the harpies all appear, and ugh. It was, it, it was kind of it pretty much kind of reminding me of the Red Wedding. But, uh, it was so good. Um, last thing, apparently the finale is gonna be nothing we've ever seen. Uh, Kelly posted a picture of, like, on, on, on the Facebook group that, you know, the, some of the actors said he has, it's like YouTube reactions are gonna be popping up, ugh. Kind of scary, um, but I have I have a good reaction. Jeff, post a post on the Facebook group whenever if that happens, and certainly it might happen. Okay, sisters, talk to you later. Bye. Well, thank
2: you, Joseph, for that voicemail. Thank you, Joseph. Yeah, there's gonna be some stuff kicking off,
9: and I agree with you. That effing mama, she would not You know, she but, would never know fucking mama to that, baby girl. Frankly, I don't even
2: think. I think her running up there was for effect for the group, yeah. because because the group was there watching, you know, right? Because all along she has wanted to get rid of Shireen. Yep. And frankly, I've I've often thought once we were uh, exposed to the relationship between Shireen and Davos and Shireen and Stannis, I thought
9: the Mama was jealous. That's what I. Thought. Well, yeah, and you know, you kind of think that, but I think more than that she's thinking, why is he even bothering with her? Exactly. She's not a boy and she's got some deformities. Exactly. Why is she even bothering? And just based on her conversation, it was too fucking little, too fucking late. I didn't feel a damn sorry for the chick. (laughs) Falling off, sucking out. The the little girl is burning and then you're going to finally turn around? And then you're going to,
2: yeah.
9: That didn't make any effing sense. Except, they had to do something to make us think that she was going to be remorseful. Yeah. That's the only thing. And why did they wait until that moment instead of saying, you know, even when she rode up on Stannis going, we got to do this. This is the only way. Why'd you even have her saying that shit? If Lazy 10 right. seconds later, you were going to have her say, oh no, Shireen. Dumbass. Anyway. Anyway. So I agree with you, Just. That shit wasn't funny. She wasn't cute.
2: No, she was just doing it, I think, because the crowd was watching and that baby was screaming.
9: For for her. And uh-huh. I guess that's the first for thing that her. happened or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. <clears throat> okay, our next email is from Joanne. Hey Joanne from NYC. Uh, this is an emergency notice from Channel Seven and here in Westeros City. There's breaking news that Sister K and Sister J have gone missing. Sources tell us they, are, they saw someone who matched the description of Sister J joining in service to the Seven. They tell us she no. was last seen carrying a wooden spoon and a determined <laughs> face. <laughs> no, no. As for Sister K, we hear from the locals she was seen boarding a ship headed to Bravo's. Uh. They say she had a coin and a big smile on her face. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. That's good. So we get Drogon sweeping in and basically saying, you fuck with my mom and you fucking with me, <laughs> fire! I wish I knew what was going through Tyrion's head. He must have, been, he must be thinking, "Oh sweet sister, you are gonna burn." As for burning, I officially want that slut of a witch's head in, in a plate. Oh yeah, she's the devil with tits and a dress.
2: Yep,
9: Sansa's stock just dropped and I want to sell. No wonder he's in Davos on some dumbass mission. I can't believe they killed that slimeball fiance of Vanny's. Uh, yeah i thought he was behind the harpy mess i think he is next episode looks bluff have a great week joanne from nyc thank you joanne thank you joanne and joanne i think his dark is behind
2: the harpies i think that they just got way out of control because you know like when people start frenzying when they get a frenzy like like Think of those soccer games when everybody just starts going crazy and wild and rushing, you know, to the fence and stuff. And they just got caught up, I think. I don't think they intended to 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 kill him.
9: I don't think that that, he was even part of it now. I think he was. I don't. Cause I do. I don't think he would have been trying to get stabbed the F up. He wasn't trying to. He was trying to get out. Well, he would have been worried if he was part of it, you know? Well, well that. Like I said, that's my opinion. Yeah, well, okay. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. Our next email is from Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Hey, sisters and nation. My thoughts on the latest Game of Thrones episode, The Dance of Dragons. (coughs) Excuse me. One, Maren Trent is a low-down, nasty pedophile. Yep. Ew, hope he gets what's coming to him. Two, I laughed out loud watching Arya sell her oysters and clams in the whorehouse. Doesn't it already smell like fish in there? (laughs) Andrea! (laughs) What? Oh, my! That's a good one. Three. I feel like other than the beautiful scenery, we've wasted time in Dorne. Yes. There needs to be some payoff from that story.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yes, there does. Yes.
9: uh, Four. Danny riding the dragon was awesome. Yep. And it was nice to see Tyrion cleaned up and... Talking smack.
2: <laughs> well, he ain't yeah. cleaned up yet.
9: He is clean. He uh-uh. had, he clo- he had clean, clean clothes. He need to
2: shave that shit off his
9: face. Okay. They don't look too bad. Mm. Five. I told you, I told you, I told you. That red woman had it in for Shereen. Yep. I was counting on her daddy to protect her. But screw him. I'm glad Davos rode for the wall. Ramsey and Ruth can burn the whole camp and everyone in it to the ground as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Until next time, Andrea. Thank you,
2: Andrea. Thank you,
9: Andrea. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Stannis, his
2: stock is just... Stannis, his, his... stock has dropped way off the market. Oh. Yes,
9: yeah, and we was just... Oh, yeah, he, he was my man. Talking about how he wouldn't let nothing happen to the baby. To the baby. He loved that baby girl. He loved the baby girl. He's a
2: butthole.
9: Ass. Yes. Mm,
2: mm, mm. Thank and you, Andrea. You,
9: thank you, Andrea. <laughs> and actually, he was the one... I mean, I kept thinking that... They would sneak around his back. No, nah, he the one instigating that bullshit. Okay, our next email is from Lucy the Splanner. Hey Lucy. Hey Lucy. Hello, Sister K and Sister J and family. First of all, glad to hear the sisters back on the podcast interwebs. <laughs> we miss you when you're gone. I work on Sunday nights, so I was listening to the beginning of your episode six podcast while preparing my adult beverage for watching the recorded Episode nine and had to laugh at Sister J enjoying just playing Bailey's while she watched episode six. <laughs> I almost changed my drink selection. <laughs> Cucumber martini tonight for me. <laughs> yeah, but that ooh, ooh. I that had good.
2: I had Bailey's ch- cherry chocolate. Oh my goodness, it was so good. Cucumber martini? Ugh. I don't... You know, I've been seeing cucumber vodka and stuff. That don't uh-uh. sound right, I don't Lucy. think so. That's a vegetable. <laughs>
9: well, <laughs> people drink cucumber water, like cucumber... Well, is water. I I drink cucumber-infused so, water, but that's water. Uh, she says, so many tears tonight. <clears throat> and Stannis is dead to me. Yep, me yep. too. I was hollering on my TV at Sir Davos... To take Shireen with him to Winterfell.
2: I know. But no,
9: he uh, he is obedient for once, and that limp dick with legs Stannis lets her get burnt up. Yep. What the actual fuck? Her icky mom was actually wanting to save her, but no, not Stannis, shaking my head. I don't think she wanted See, to save her. See, and that's the thing, too. I don't think she wanted to save her at all. I think she did all
2: that screaming and, and rushing forward because everybody was standing there watching,
9: and they was probably looking at her like, bitch, she ain't gonna do nothing. That's your baby. I don't think so. I think they had her have a change of heart. The problem with this is mm. it was too fucking sudden and too fucking late. Yeah. You can't have this chick from the moment we see her talking shit on this baby. Yeah. And then in the last 30 seconds of her life as she's getting burnt. As she's go, getting burnt. Oh, oh, no, stop yeah really
2: yeah
9: and not a minute ago you were talking about this is the only way we can do we're gonna starve with it if we don't do this exactly that's what i'm saying i don't p- believe I think for a, a minute i think it's bad writing and editing i me.
2: don't think i don't believe for a minute that she, <clears throat> she really wanted
9: to save her well that to me it's bad editing and writing because obviously that was where the story was going to go mm-hmm. and they didn't prepare that shit right yeah they didn't you know uh, then more tears when Drogon swooped in to save the day with Danny from the sons of the harpy. Yep. Guess I was all primed from crying over the Shireen, but Drogon was kicking harpy ass and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, it It was. was wonderful. Thanks for the podcast. Still the best. Just started watching Empire. Can't wait to rewatch with you this summer. It's so great. Yep. Lucy the Splainer from Des Moines. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you, Lucy. For that email and Yeah, I was really,
2: really, especially after watching little Shereen burn. I was horrified. It was really a good payoff to watch Drogon swoop in. Yes, it was. Oh, it was just awesome. That was awesome.
9: It was good. Especially
2: when he was burning them up.
9: He was burning them up. And I was yelling TV, yeah, burn all them motherfuckers up. Hey, I said, look. Uh, Drakaris, all these bitches. Drakaris, all the bitches. <laughs> Drakaris in the stands. Drakaris in the podium. Dracarys I've been boycotting everything. Drakaris. I know. <laughs> yes, I would That was so great. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you, Lucy. Okay, our next email is from Lars. Hey, Lars. Hi, sisters. Here is Lars from Germany. Just three quick points about some interesting shots in the amazing episode. Okay. And hey Lars, since we're late, I just want to say congrats on the women's soccer team. Oh yeah. In Germany beating beaten beating France Joking. in a kicking I don't know what they call it, the shootout. Really? I've never okay. seen a shootout, but that was pretty awesome. So congrats. Congrats. Okay, so um <clears throat> one. In the scene in front of Danny, the scene begins with Tyrion and Jorah standing on the same level. As Tyrion convinces Danny, he slowly walks up the steps. Yeah. In the end, he is taller than Jorah. I thought that was awesome, though. Yeah. I I mean, really. Uh, Two, four horsemen standing on the hill as a symbol of the apocalypse to come. Mm -hmm. Ooh, good point. Oh, yeah. Good point, Lars. Uh Three, the armor of the White Walker is very similar to the armor of the Night's Watch. Is there any shared history in the past? Ooh, now that's a good
2: question. We'll see now.
9: People are wondering,
2: people were wondering if Benjen Stark is, is one of the White Walkers.
9: I think he's a white, but I don't think he's a White Walker. Because I don't think they can create them from humans. Well, see, I don't th- I don't know. I don't, I know, I don't know,
2: but yeah. But yeah, I like the White Walker, <clears throat> his armor, his
9: spear, everything. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all Lars wrote. Thank you, Lars. Thank you, Lars, for that appropriate-length email. Yes, very (laughs) appropriately
2: linked. Uh, And how's it going in Germany? Guten Tag.
9: (laughs) I'm going to have to learn how to say something in German. I know. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay, our next email is from Carmen. Hey, Carmen. Hey, Carmen. Hey, sisters. I hope this isn't too long, as, but this last episode, boop. First, (laughs) do you think Aria was going to kill the thin man and was distracted by Marin Trant? She put the poison away before she walked past the man. Also, she would be a she would be a good trainer of faceless men because she is used to saying "you're a liar." (laughs) I don't think she. I think she was going to, but then once she she was going to Marin Trant, she just said, "Oh." That was. But, maybe, I mean, he was a person on her list. Yeah, which tells you she's not ready for. No. You know being. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know which. Joffrey already said you're not ready to be. And a face other thing, than man.
2: Joffrey,
9: he was, I think, number two on her list because he killed for Pharrell. Well, and Cersei, she's like number two. Yeah,
2: that's true. Cersei. Is but I mean, that. he's
9: he's one of the few on yeah. her list. So, um, <clears throat> number two. Cannot believe Stannis burned Tyrion. I felt sick. Yep. Even Selyse was like, "This is too much." Seriously, you, would Stannis? Uh, why would Stannis want to be king? And if it was for, and if it was for, Roller? Well, the Red Witch read the fire wrong, and he's not the one. No, nope. really, <laughs> obviously that's what obviously happened. he's not the one. <clears throat> so you just burned your daughter at the stake with no Jon Snow to give her mercy. Yeah. Really, D and D. Now you're burning children. Yeah. That's the thing, see? Well, but apparently that was in the book. Damn. So they're going with that storyline. Uh three. Good thing I didn't turn the show off after that. Because what happened next was spectacular. Yeah. Maybe Daenerys can fly to the wall and fight the White Walkers. Thanks for the podcast. All men must die. Good thing we are not men. <laughs> Carmen <laughs> Carmen from Missouri. PS When you marry Jack and your first dance song. Could be when a man loves a woman. <laughs> Thank you, Carmen. Thank you, Carmen, mm.
2: for that email.
9: Yeah, it's mm. well. Um, tell you. I you know, mm. it's just a violent show. And yeah, but we know we, we all know by now. Yep.
2: George R. R. Martin got some bullshit background history about women. He needs some fucking therapy.
9: Well at least you know, he ain't gonna get it. Well he's too old now. Yeah, he's
2: too damn old. But he got some issues
9: with women. He got issues. Oh
2: yeah, because he writing this shit. Mm.
9: Well, I mean, I felt the same way. We had just come off of the other episode with Sansa. Yeah. Now Shireen getting burnt up. Yeah. Sansa's still getting tortured. Yeah. But um and then the the fucking pedophile and, and Bravos. Mm-hmm. So it was just it's just been an ugly season. For women, and for women. yeah, and that's shit. what I'm saying. But it's always ugly like that. But I think the problem is now, we've just seen too much, and it's, too, yeah. it's just too much. Especially with everything else going on in the world, it's just too much for people. Yep. So, thank you, Carmen. Thank you, Carmen. Our next email is from Emily. Hey, Emily. Hello, sisters. I was very happy to see Drogon. But when Daenerys got on his back, it was the most unintentionally funny part of the season. <laughs> it looked like that was the moment the CGI budget ran out. I know, I know, you can tell mm-hmm. with CGI. They may as well have photoshopped her on the back of Falcon, Falcor from Neverending Story. <laughs> I also, I never saw that movie. Oh yeah. But I know that big ass white dog is yeah, quiet, big, which big is ass. So freaky to me. It's freaky. I also liked when they cut to everyone else on the ground. All of their faces were saying, "She's leaving."
2: Well, fuck me,
9: <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Thank Same you, Emily. Emily. Well, to me? Tyrion was the only
2: one that looked like what the fuck, because everybody else had already seen the dragons before. Yeah,
9: but not even that up close and personal. That's true. You know, or they were saving their ass. That's they were true. probably fearful of them before. Yeah. That's this time, a, that's he's the point. he's saving them and not burning up some kids and needing them you know <laughs> but you know honestly what could they have done there was nothing they could have done to make that shit look real yeah that's true you know all of that you know that's the problem when they have cgi and not like a real prop they probably built a real back a prop of a back of a dragon but you know they can't make that shit match nope so we have to kinda of suspend our belief on that. <laughs> 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 ah. Okay, our next email is from Sasha. Hey Sasha. Hey Sasha. So glad you're back, sisters. Game of Thrones is not the same without you. Where to start with this? I'm depressed. I need two I needed two drinks pizza, and a bag of Funyuns to get over that. (laughs) They went there. Child molestation and child burning. Yep. And yet we're all still glued to the TV. Of all the characters that I thought would die on Game of Thrones, Shireen wouldn't have even made my long list. Poor sweet, brave girl. I wanted to throat punch Stannis and the mama wanting to cry her crocodile tears after the poor girl was already burning. See? Yep. Yep. Too little, too late. Yep. What is the lesson? That no one is that good. That they will all commit evil and de- evil and depraved acts for power. I don't even know. I need to ponder all those philosophical questions before the finale. All I know is they should burn that red hoe alive and throw Ramsay and Mary Trant in the fire with her. Yeah, I know that's right. Danny lost a suitor and gained another. Not to mention that her ET phone home bit with Drogon worked to perfection. She did. <laughs> e. She ditched everyone when her ride showed up. <laughs> I actually liked Dario 2.0 in this episode. He was cute, whispering between Danny and his dar. Mm. Jealous much, Dario? And Tyrion was the voice of reason as usual. I really like Danny and Tyrion together. Danny is way more interesting than the, mm. with the imp in the picture. Did anyone catch a glimpse of Greyworm during the fighting? I didn't see him at all. Nope. No, he was still recovering. He's still recovering. Yeah. Game of Thrones seems to be following a pattern of having a big battle in episode 8, followed by a big death in episode 9. Let's hope our favorites live through the finale. I'm hoping Sansa corkscrews Ramsay in the eye, Arya stabs Meryn Trant in the man bits, and Stannis turns on the red hoe and sets her eyes on fire. I can't believe we're almost done with the season. Have a great week, sisters. And shout out to my girl Queen Victoria in the UK, Sasha from South Beach. Oh, thank you, Sasha. Thank you, Sasha. Well, yeah, I'm. Well, we've already, you know, we I won't comment on your thoughts on the next episode, mm -hmm. but um, I agree with all that you said. (laughs) It was a mess, but it was good too. It was good, but you know. We've already talked through what the best parts were, mm-hmm. you know. But yes, the whole point of them, and we'll talk about this more on the next episode. The whole thing of Sansa grabbing whatever it is she was grabbing, and hopefully, we hoped before that finale that she used it. So, yeah, Sasha, since uh, we've already seen the last episode, we're not going to comment on that last bit until yeah. the next one. But uh, we had some, I had similar thoughts after watching number nine, too. Well, yeah, but, you know. So, thank you, Sasha. Thank you, Sasha. Okay, our next email is from David, or Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, sisters and family. I'm going to cut right to the chase today. I got no jokes, no witty comments, Mm -hmm. just anger. Aimed at one Stannis, dusty fucking Baratheon. Yeah. Let's get one thing straight, Game of Thrones. Uh, Get one thing straight. Game of Thrones loves to make you feel sympathetic towards shitty characters. Stannis, Jaime, the Hound, Sir Alistair, and at times, Cersei. Also, let's not forget that the moment we were introduced to Stannis, he was burning his brother-in-law alive. That's true. That is so true. On the beach. He killed his brother and tried to kill his own nephew without batting an eyelash. (laughs) But we were all so distracted by his actions at the wall that we forgot how big of a piece of shit this guy really is. Yeah. Boop, boop. And fuck Celise's 11th damn hour. No, we can't do this. I gotta save my baby bullshit. You've been sitting around all stern-faced and was being mean to Shireen for three damn seasons and you were in on the let Shireen meeting just before this all happened. Yeah. Fuck you and your ugly-ass mama Celise. Fuck y'all both. Mm-hmm. I was so mad about them killing that baby that I didn't give two shits about Danny and her dragon coming back. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> that redeemed it. That scene should have been in another episode. And the gut punch that was Shereen's death, I don't know how anybody could just brush that off and be like, ooh, look, it's Danny. Let's see what happens near. Nah, man, just <laughs> nah. Okay, I'm done. That was long as I know. Sorry, Gangsta Jay. Signed, Dave. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. And that was just borderline. I mean, it wasn't too bad. Oh, and then he goes, uh, hub of Marla, keeper of the. Right. Oh fuck it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> hey Marla. Hey Marla. Thank you, Dave. I know it was a. It was a. It was upsetting. It was a
2: upsetting. Well, and especially because all the other stuff happening with Sansa and everything was upsetting as well. Yeah. In previous weeks, however, I thought not so much the little conversation scene, you know, with with. Um, Daenerys and then having to watch the gladiators fight and Jorah come in. You know, you had to get through that just to get through to Drogon. I thought that was an excellent save to the episode. That
9: was the only thing that made the episode um, not as depressing as it was, was the fact that we did have that. We did have Drogon. And that's probably why they put that shit in there. Mm Because they knew it was heavy, you know. Thank you, Dave. Okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, and it looks like it is from Derek. Oh. So let's play that now. Okay.
6: Good morning, Sister Kay. Good morning, Sister J. This is Derek. I want to call and leave my feedback for Episode 9. And I want to start off by saying even I thought Lionel Richie uh, was the leader. But I don't think he was unless they uh, did a mutiny because it was like, Hey, I know the way out. Let's go this way. And it was like, stab, stab. So he's not the leader. Jor better not give my dark, um, my dark eyebrow queen <laughs> that super siffy he, he's got or uh, herpes simplex 10, whatever the hell that like, grayscale is because that is shit, if she gets that, I'm going to kick his ass. So, <clears throat> and they flip the script on uh, poor little Shireen, set her up so they could get this Lord of Light bullshit. I mean, that's, Come on, how do you kill your daughter? That's just wrong. I don't give a damn. I would have found some other way, because that, that don't even make sense. But, you know, they're all into this magical stuff, so they believe it. So when you believe it, it works. So, you know, they killed her. I mean, I watched this episode a couple times, and I had to fast-forward it past that, because that was just brutal. <clears throat> you know, I hope you all noticed there were uh, some black people in this episode, too. Um, of course, like normal, the black people die, so it was the one black dude in the pit with the big axe, and then there was a also, they did a close-up on a a black lady getting killed by the harpies, Um, when they started slitting throats and stuff, they do, like, reached over the top of her and stabbed her in the chest, so, I was like, yeah, you know, they had a couple black people this time, but yeah, just like walking dead, they died after a couple seconds on screen, didn't even have any lines or anything, um, now, seriously the awesome part was the fact that even after danny got down into the middle of that that pit the harpies had severe had had uh superior numbers but instead of rushing them they they just like stood there and and, like just stood around and like one at a time came in just kind of like you know if y'all ever watched the bruce lee movies you know there'd be like 30 of them And they would just all come in one at a time. He'd beat all their asses and then, you know, win, basically. So that's what they did. And then the dragon came in and and cleaned up and finished everybody off. Drogon came in there and kicked ass. Didn't he look good? I was like, oh, shit. So, yeah, this was a really good episode. And, I mean, I know we needed that payoff because, you know, quite a few of the episodes earlier in the season were crappy. So this really made up for it. You know, I just wish they wouldn't have killed Shereen. That really kind of, like, bummed me out. But, you know, this is the Game of Thrones, and, you know, you know, it ain't going to be pretty. So, thanks, sisters. I really appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for putting out that podcast. And uh, I'm going to finish listening to it right now, actually. All right? Y'all have a good one.
2: Well, thank you, Derek, for that long-ass voicemail. Thank you, Derek. And, you know, I thought this was a really good episode, too. But. Be that as it may, uh, yeah, they already knew everybody was going to be upset about that baby girl being burnt. Yep. Everybody. Everybody. So, you know, that's just a given. But I disagree with all the rest of y'all. I think his daughter was Alita and the Sons of the Harpy, and I think they just got overzealous. And and because I think those Sons Mm -hmm. of the Harpy – was more than the original Sons of the Harpy because when you looked around the whole stadium, there yeah, was, some bunches was of looking
9: them. a little bit, uh, yeah, run down. yeah. So but some of them were, were the slaves and stuff too. I feel like there was way too many of them suckers. There
2: was a way lot, lot, mm-hmm. a lot more than we were led to believe. But yeah,
9: if they would have, if they would have bum rushed them, they would have been gone. Oh yeah, they would have been. Long they would have been gone.
2: all gone. Yeah, mm-hmm.
9: but I agree with you. Um, <clears throat> When Drogon came in, that was, like, the highlight. It was. High-light. It was. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek. Okay, our next email is from Gia. Hey, Gia. Hey, sisters. I was pretty relieved to see that Alistair let Jon Snow and the Wildlings through the gate. Oh, I, I know. <clears throat> I can't wait to see what happens at the wall next episode. Stannis, I can't even talk about that moron right now, but I'm wondering what Ser Davos is going to do And who he's going to kill when he finds out about poor little Shireen. I know, see. Yeah. Did either of you find it weird that Daenerys has just jumped on her dragon and left her council in an arena full of harpies? I did. I mean, you couldn't have put a couple of them on
2: his back, too? (laughs) Well, but (laughs) no. No. That didn't bother me, though, because... I mean, she's she's the mother of the dragons, not them. True. And if they would have tried to approach, because if you notice, when Daenerys mm-hmm. was walking forward, Missandei started walking forward, and Dario stopped her.
9: Uh, yeah. So
2: you know, I mean, he may have
9: just bolted or something mm-hmm. if somebody else approached him. Also, watching last night's episode, I thought fake Dario looked really good. Mm-hmm. So I googled the original Dario, and sorry. But I have to say it. That man looks like a busted handsome brother on steroids. Hope you are, hope you're well. Gia from Philly. What? Gia? Thank you. Thank you, Gia, for thank that, you, Gia. for that nonsensical
2: last sentence uh, uh, email. Yeah, they don't make no Oh, uh, Hell no. Bucky's much cuter. I don't know who you Google. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we just got to take your word for it that you Googled the right person. <laughs> But no, fake Dario number two is not cuter than the original. No,
9: no, I still like the original Dario much better. The original was much better, and yeah. he had swag. There's something about it. I mean, you can't just look at a picture and see it. Yeah, it he, was his he way had he had swag, the way he talked, the way he walked, Mo- the, everything. Yeah, it was all his little mannerisms. Mm-hmm. And stuff. That's what made him fit as a slick, you know, kind of like a slick Rick that would have, yeah, know, because actually. What, there was a, a trio of
2: them that were the leaders of the Second Sons, and he took both of them other ones out. Because they were trying to take her. Yeah, so, right. I mean, he is really, really formidable. Yep. So.
9: Yep. So. Thank you, Gia. Thank you, Gia. <laughs> said, a busted handsome brother. Hey. Mm. I don't even know what the handsome don't brothers be, look
2: like. Hey, don't be talking about our Bucky like that.
9: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
9: okay, our next email is from Kim from Baltimore. Hey, Kim. First of all, I want to thank whichever family member posted the difference between whites and White Walkers. Oh, yeah. Thank you, whoever did that. I get it now. Because cause that was very helpful. <laughs> that was very helpful. Yeah. Second, the Walking Dead writers, T.D.G.A.F. syndrome, stands for they don't give a fuck. Because yeah. they don't. Yeah. Apparently, that mm-hmm. shit's contagious because the Game of Thrones writers have caught it. <laughs> Love the scene with Tyrion and Daenerys. He's the most cunning advisor she has ever had. And she's only known him five minutes. Yeah. Poor Jora. No forgiveness for you. <laughs> Wonder if Cersei is rethinking that. I'll just empower this high sparrow to get even with Marjorie's strategy. Yeah. And I thought loud. I'm sure she is. I bet so. M- no, she probably doesn't even think there's a
2: yeah, wrong with it.
9: She probably. Mm. It, 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 she probably don't have a clue yet. Omg, Valerian still kills White Walkers. Mm-hmm. How do they get a but, uh How do they get a buttload more? Pretty dang quick. And this is on episode eight. I forgot to read her uh, subject line. Uh, love the waddling chick saying her sisters would turn over in their graves. But screw them, they're dead.
2: Mm-hmm. Laugh
9: out loud, sorry she had to die. That dude raising the dead was chilling. Yeah. Can't wait to see the finale since we're all behind, me included. Laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I you trying to be slick, Kim. Yeah. Thanks, sisters. Two podcasts in one day. You guys are awesome. (laughs) And then she also had uh, an email about episode nine. Okay. Uh, Love the episode, but I have one serious bone to pick. It's another case of they don't give a fuck syndrome. Who the hell are the sons of the harpies? Why would the slaves kill the people who freed them? Aren't they the rich? Aren't they rich people? Cause they slaughtered all of them. Who's left? Yeah, that's see, a that's good a, point. That's a point. That's a good point. A dragon, a dragon. I swear I saw a dragon. <laughs> I did. I did see a dragon. Laugh out loud. Just my minute way of bringing cartoons into this. Tyrion was suitably impressed. Now, Danny is off to parts unknown. What happens to her other two babies?
2: That's Thank you. Like, that's what
9: we like to know. And what about the people she left behind? Yeah. Poor Shireen. A new stance was given in to Melisandre as soon as he sent Davos away. It was nice to see her mother finally show some affection for Shereen. Too little, too late. Yeah, I didn't believe that bullshit it was too little, too late. Yeah. On a lighter note, in the last podcast, episode 7, one of the listeners said that Ramsay was worse than Joffrey. Isn't that kind of like asking, if you were hitchhiking, who would you rather take a ride from, Jeffrey Dahmer or Jack the Ripper? Ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. Neither one. Glad to see the Night's Watch let the wildlings in without a fight. I'm pre-finale calling BS on the Night's Watch turning on John. Once they hear about the fight, uh, yeah, they we know the White Walkers raise the dead, who then feasts on any any of us they kill. We know you just escaped with your lives and watched the White Walkers rise, raise thousands of dead to come here and kill us all. But we'd rather keep fighting these other humans who would help us win the fight because we hate them. Yeah, that's like when Rick told that Merle in point. The Walking Dead, there wasn't any more black or white. Only white meat or dark meat. <laughs> yeah. I remember. <laughs> that's true. I know it was long-ass. I'm sorry. No, Okay, you're not. I'm not. But it's worth the read. loud. I told you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Kim from Baltimore. P.S. Oh, Lauren got a P.S. too? Go ahead, Sister J. Read me. I've got, <laughs> I've got my Kahlua and cream milkshake and it won't hurt a bit. Laugh out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim, for that long ass email. Long ass double.
2: You, you know better than that, Kim.
9: Double. Well, she had a double email. But,
2: but uh, yeah, since you all mellow with your drink. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Get <laughs> your pass.
9: Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. Okay, our next email is from Alex. Hey, the Alex. Man. Mm-hmm.
6: What and do you this got to say? Long
9: ass, Alex. Oh, Lord. Cersei's wine of the week. Wait, no Cersei? What the fuck? <laughs> well, we had Fruit Loops vodka. <laughs> known as loopy vodka, mixed mm. with just milk. It really tasted like drinking the milk after eating a bowl of Fruit Loops. Oh, wow, nasty! And it'll get you drunk, so I liked it. <laughs> it was really good with jello shots, too. Oh my goodness! Ooh. I'm surprised to say this, but I would recommend it. Mm. This episode was a letdown, but Loopy Vodka was not. So I'm glad at least the alcohol met expectations. Ooh, I don't think that. Oh, that sounds. That fantastic. don't sound good,
2: Alex. On to the road to Winterfell. And, wait a minute, and, and, and I just got a question: Who drinks the milk left over after you a eat the bowl of people cereal? Do.
9: Oh, a lot of people do. Ew, yeah, a lot of people do that. Mm. Uh, let's get this out of the way. Damn it, Sansa. Side. here's the thing that makes me even more frustrated here i can't even say he messed up with his decision what is it terrible heck yeah it's terrible <laughs> but he was in a really bad position and melisandre had come through before he might not have done this if ramsey hadn't destroyed his camp but since he did at least this way there is a possibility of everyone that followed him to not die on the snowy king's road in theory but the only way Stannis can redeem himself, in my mind, is if the sacrifice works. Then they take Winterfell, kill <clears throat> kill the Boltons, and then he kills Melisandre publicly. Any less is unacceptable to me, and I'm sure he'll find out these victories are worth nothing when you've already given up everything voluntarily. Yep. <clears throat> it's hard to even try and justify what he did, but I'm used to being in leadership positions. And above all else, the welfare of your team Follow followers, and soldiers, etc. is the most important. If he didn't sacrifice Shireen and they lost, and they all ended up on crucifix and waiting to be flayed, then the thought is that his this could have been avoided if he wasn't too selfish to let Shireen be sacrificed. That's how big of a burden a leader feels. It can make you think not risking everything you've got for the cause would make you selfish. Stannis faced the most difficult decision so far in this entire series. No, he didn't! No, he didn't. Alex, you're talking bullshit. That was not a difficult decision. And I really hope at least they are able to beat the Boltons and rid the world of these cancers. But it would be bittersweet victory that would change him forever. Hopefully enough to make him realize Melisandre needs to be dealt with. I mean, what person would make a better sacrifice than Melisandre herself? I agree with that. I don't agree with none of what you just said except for the last sentence. Yeah. Because yeah, she that needed was to burn not her own a answer. difficult decision.
2: No, you don't you, burn up your child.
9: Hey, you keep going. If people leave or you know they don't make it, then you just try your best. But mm. you don't burn up your own fucking kid. Yep. For the maybe that some shit was gonna for happen. For the maybe, see, it'd be different if it was a certainty. For a maybe, right? Uh, Dorn. Good lord, Elaria has no chill. She really is the darker-skinned Cersei. Laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Talk about killing a party. She spilled that wine and everyone gave her the same look people give the person at the party who is way too drunk and she don't care. <laughs> Guarantee that no matter what, she won't be invited to another party. <clears throat> I have a bad feeling here, though. I think Jamie, Marcella, Tristane, and Bronn will roll up the King's Landing right after the trial and it's proven that Tommen isn't a Baratheon. And it would be very not cool to be a Lannister in the city. Mm-hmm. And I'm fairly certain Tristan will be caught in the crossfire. Either way, I don't think we've seen the end of the Sand Snakes. They will end up in King's Landing if Tristan gets killed. Bravos. Did anyone else hear the Kill Bill music in their head when Arya saw Marin Trant get off that boat? Laugh out loud. Oh, I love Lord. it. That... <laughs> I didn't like that movie. Oh, I love Kill Bill. That's one of my favorite like movies. <clears throat> She forgot everything she was supposed to be doing. And you know, and knew she was lying when she told him what happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She might need some help to keep her cool and not blow her cover. Also, it is such a shame that Mace Tyrell knows nothing about what is happening to his family in King's Landing. Mm. I think Maren was meant, I think Maren was meant to kill Mace after he makes the deal with the Iron Bank. But if Arya kills Marin first and Daddy Tyrell gets back to King's Landing and finds out what's up, Things will be going down, hopefully. I can't bring myself to believe that Daddy Tyrell is that effing useless. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah, I can. <clears throat> Marine, Danny rides dra- Drogon. Hooray, I guess. I hope. I sure hope all the sons of the harpy were killed before she flew off like Atreyu from the never-ending story and left all her friends behind. Dario didn't die? Dora's grayscale wasn't discovered? No ratchet trials? And no battle of Winterfell? This was definitely the worst episode (laughs) 9. The one time I have an episode 9 watch party, I get this BS ending. (laughs) And child sacrifice. Mm -hmm. I didn't appreciate that, Game of Thrones. The finale better be stupid good. Giving side eye to Game of Thrones till next Sunday, Alex the Tax Man. Alex, that was too. Alex, that was way too long. long. Thank you for the email though, but that was way too long. That was too much. You need to sum that shit up. Too long. Okay. Our next email is from Emily. And this is the same Emily that we just heard from. So. Okay. Um, her second email. She says, Hey sisters, the Shireen scene was the worst. I'm mad. First of all, showing me a stag carving being held in front of a torch is not clever. When the symbolic act occurs in the same scene as the literal act, that is not good foreshadowing. It's hack writing. (laughs) Second, I could not tell where the hell Celeste and Sanis were in the scene. When Celise began running, it didn't look like she was heading toward Shireen. This was an act of bad directing. She ran in a random direction, ran into a bunch of people we didn't know were there, and was grabbed by more people we didn't know were there. <laughs> Third of all, I didn't buy the motivation for either of her parents. Why does Celise suddenly have a change of heart? See? Yeah. yeah. I mean. Why does yeah. Celise suddenly have a change of heart? Since when did she really care about that girl? Exactly. Why did Stannis seem like he was really into it? The writing was garbage. The direction was garbage. The people who created the scene are garbage. Boo. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Emily. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Emily. I agree, though. We agree.
2: Yeah. And we've already talked about how, you know, in many instances, not just with Solis and Stannis, but... They had them doing things that's contrary to what we knew about them for four seasons. You know? Yep. I mean, and as you pointed out, with no setup of a change or nothing. Exactly. See, and that's so, what they
9: did on this one. Yeah, so editing needs to be better. Yeah, or something got mm-hmm. cut and they just didn't make sense. Something. Yep. Okay, our next email is, or actually it's a voicemail from Joy. So let's play that now.
1: Fuck. Stannis. What a motherfucker. He better not get anywhere near that Iron Throne. He does not deserve it. Stupid motherfucker. Oh, boy. I was totally surprised at Selyse's reaction, but as a mother, I can totally understand it. I mean, I would never hate my child the way she hated Shireen, but, my God, it actually... um broke my heart a little when she was reaching out and trying to save her um anyway motherfucking stannis what an ass oh my god i know a couple weeks ago um i said i would quit the show if anything bad happened to shireen but you know what happened at the end of this episode i don't know i guess i'm gonna eat my words i'm not quitting the show um Love Shireen. Sad she's gone. But was that awesome or what? I love that Drogon came and saved Danny, And um, that was just so awesome. Can't wait for things to come. Talk to you soon. Bye, sisters. Oh, thank you, Joy, for that voicemail.
2: Thank you, Joy. You are upset. Hey, we can tell it in your voice. I know. It was very, very disheartening. It was. But, you know, damn. We can't say nothing. I mean, it's done. She gone.
9: She gone. She gone. I mean, and they do that shit with the characters that we love, but especially, it's especially hard when it's a child, Mm -hmm. you know? So, thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. Okay, our next email is from Jason. Hey, Jason. Hello, Sister J, K, and Fam. Everybody in the North has been saying winter is coming for about three seasons now. And last week, I thought, hmm, I wonder what will come first, winter or a new episode of Sister Speak? Oh, Ooh, Jason, what you trying to say? Sorry, Sister, hey. I'm just playing. No, you not. Uh huh. It was just too good a line to pass up. <laughs> I, we can't even be mad at you, J- Jason.
2: Yeah. Be... I know
9: y'all are busy as fuck, and it ain't easy doing four-hour podcasts. No, it's not. On to the show. I was yelling at my TV when Aria walked past the thin man. I thought Aria wanted to be a faceless man. Mm-hmm. When Jacken tells you to do something, you do it. Isn't that right, Sister K? That's <laughs> sure and right. Now she, ha- now she has to watch out for that pedophile. Man, pedophilia, rape, murder, incest, torture... I guess the only thing left in Game of Thrones hasn't shown is a scene from a donkey show in Tijuana, Mexico. I don't even know what you... Oh, I think I do know what you're talking about. Uh, my heart... Is that book spoilery? No. Oh. All right. A donkey show in Tijuana, Mexico? Oh. My heart broke when Santa sacrificed Shireen. Poor girl. Fuck you, Celise. It is a little too late to show Shireen you care about her. Yep. You should do us all a favor and sacrifice yourself. Homely-looking motherfucker. Is it me? (laughs) Is it me, or is Dorn boring as fuck? Boring. Boring. It looks like a retirement home in Florida. Yeah, it do. Especially with that dude rolling around in that (laughs) wheelchair. Oh, now, look, Jason. (laughs) That ain't even right. Uh, It'd be like you're watching Game of Thrones, and then all of a sudden, someone switches the channel to the Golden (laughs) Girls. It just doesn't do it for me. Can't wait for the finale. Later, sisters and fam. Jason in Canada. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. And I know that but, wasn't even right,
2: Jason. And, and that was funny, though, Jason. You know, Dorn though. Uh, every, I think everybody agrees it was a bitter disappointment. Yeah. After the big build-up and after we were introduced to one of the suavest characters in the show, Prince Oberon. Right. From Dorn.
9: From Dorn. And we
2: learned a lot about Dorn from him. Yep. And did. then, it was a bitter disappointment. It was. A big letdown.
9: Mm-hmm. Because
2: the only interesting one there is Ilaria to me. Um,
9: No, I want to see Prince Duran. You know what? They are wasting Dr. Bashir. They're well, wasting him. they did, but I still want to see him. Yeah. And what, you know, how is he, why is he in that chair? Why is he afflicted? Because I know they said he has some disease or something. Yeah. I want to know more about how he got to... Uh, be the king, or prince, or whatever the hell he is, and about his little henchman. That'd probably be a real interesting story. But anyway. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Our next email is from Matt. Hey, Matt. I was really starting to like Stannis, but how on earth did that red witch bitch ever convince him to set his own daughter on fire? Mm Mm-hmm. I want to see what the family thinks about this. This whole thing reminds me of the War of the Roses in the 1450s when England had a feeble-minded young king, a bitch queen regent, and no clear heir to the throne. And if you know that things have been getting hot and you have 10,000 unsullied under your command, wouldn't you take all of them with you to the arena? Yes. Mm, Well? Well, maybe not all, but a good portion of them. Because that one thing, that arena was big. Yeah. Um... He says, just some thoughts, Matt from Baltimore. P.S. I am actually writing you to make sure the keyboard I bought from Walmart for $2 actually works before I start <laughs> gifting them to my aunts and uncles. <laughs> what? $2. $2.
2: Damn, that's some cheap shit. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> You're gonna gift your family a $2 keyboard. No, that
9: ain't right, now. That is wrong. Talk about wrong. That's wrong. That's a wrong mess. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Gabriel. Hey Gabriel. Just saw the ninth episode episode, but first I have to read the pop I have to react to the podcast of the sixth episode. I guess I have to clarify my stand on Sansa. Obviously, no one deserves to get raped, etc. When I say that she deserves it, it's because she continues to make mistake after mistake without any signs of learning of her mistakes. People act like she did not do anything wrong. I guess I'm not watching the same show. I'm obviously not going to list all her mistakes from season one, but just lately, she was free from her movement, or at least could send the northern women to put the light on and give the signal to get help. Instead, she waits to get destroyed to go to the worst person you can go to, who is clearly a dog at this point. Before that little finger gave her the option, she accepted it rather easily. I can go, go on and on. I totally reject the fact that she could not do anything because she is a woman. I can think of 50 things she could do, even if she has less power. For example, kicking the balls. Ramsay can't just kill her. He is the key to the North. She has value to him and his father, unlike the people he killed. Well, okay, let me finish the email before we were okay. To finish on that, I'm quickly... I'm sure Ramsay would not have mind her showing some power and not acting like a doll. I'll move on to the next episode 9 quickly. Well, let me pause there then first, Gabriel. I still don't agree with you at all. I still believe that even if she would have tried to do that, she would have gotten beat down and worse. I didn't say that she couldn't do anything because she was a woman. I said that she would have been overpowered because he's evil. An evil when someone is evil and overpowering and um, sadistic like that, you're yeah. going, it'll be worse. So that's my thing. She couldn't do anything throughout the whole series because, first of all, she was a child. Then, as she grew older, she's just not that type of person that's going to hurt people. You know, but anyway, uh, so he says, On to this episode. Uh, first, I'm sick over Shireen, but I was convinced that it would happen after Santa sent Davis away yep. and the cute moment she had with him. The only surprise was the reaction of the mother, like she snapped out of a bad dream or she acted all along. Well, whatever. It just made me sick. Fuck the red bitch. <laughs> the bitch can't even predict an event one minute before it happens. How useful is she really? Other than that, I don't remember much other than the final scene and the pedophile stuff. So let's focus on the last scene. I really liked it. The execution was great other than one or two details. The apparition of the harpies with the, perfect sound, with the perfect sound with it was great. I did predict that Drogon would come. It was kind of obvious, but still very cool. Just one question. I guess you have to be fully transformed to give Stone Men disease, right? Mm. Otherwise, Dora touching her would be dumb. Gabriel from Belgium. Well, that's a worth thinking too, Gabriel. That you know, thank you, obviously, Gabriel. yeah, thank you. Obviously, she's got to, or somebody has to touch it where it is on you for them to catch it. I think so. And I, you know, it seems obvious
2: too that it's a little slower progressing than we were led to believe. Uh, right. Yeah, because it, it hadn't spread all the way up his arm yet. Nope. So, I
9: think they're just making that shit convenient for, oh, yeah.
2: for uh, now. They need to plug these holes though. I know. Uh, or take the time, you know, just a sentence or two. Uh, they don't have, a, have to give us a whole history lecture. Right. A sentence or two would have, uh, you know, let us know. Oh, hey, this shit wasn't as bad as thought yeah. it was, you know? Or, well, well Tyrion, since you read so much, how, how long do I have? <laughs> How long did it take for them to get all consumed like that? Yeah. You know, or something. Something. Anyway. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank
9: you. Okay, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters. Welcome back. We missed you. Hope everyone is feeling good and well-rested and all that good stuff. <laughs> Not a read, just missing y'all. <laughs> now I am aiming to keep this short. Hopefully I actually can. One, one, Number one, I got a bad feeling that something bad is going to happen at Castle Black. They better not hurt our sexy Lord Commander Snow.
10: <laughs> number
9: two, uh, uh, Maren Trent is a disgusting piece of pedophile shit that needs to be, die a horrible, painful death. Yep. Uh, that was 2A. 2B, please don't <laughs> let Arya pretend to be a young hoe just to get close enough to number one. I know! Because <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. Well. And C, Jacqueline Jack and totally knows she's lying about the gambler. Yep. Yep, he so do. Uh three. I can't believe Stannis did that to his baby girl. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the fuck Mel Sandra the skanky ass witch tells you. You do not burn your child alive. No, just no.
10: Mm-hmm.
9: At least Shireen's trifling ass mama actually acted like she loved her in the last moments. But damn mm. just damn. Mm. Four, I and that even was Jack. Yeah, way that, that was Jack. Uh Four, let me get what I didn't like about Marine out of the way. That was some shifty CGI going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going we, on. We know, we know. One Danny was flying away on Drogon. Yeah. Other than that, how freaking epic was that scene? Yeah. A shady ass his dar is dead. But does this mean he wasn't a harpy? <laughs> who was who was running that shit? Because they were killing up everybody. But see, now
2: I'm telling you, he was uh, he was in it with with probably some of the other. Prominent members of of the prominent families, but I'm telling y'all, I don't know. Yeah, they just got all frenzied and they killed his ass up too,
9: cause they was killing everybody that had the yellow clothing on. Well, okay, she says. B. Tyrion Tyrion saved Masande. Loved it. I know. Yep. And see, Drogon's spidey senses kicked in, <laughs> and he rescued his mommy his mommy. <laughs> epic. But man, they had me scared there with so many spears hitting him. I know. And why couldn't he have at least picked up Tyrion and Missandei too? But still, freaking epic. Yep. That's it. Danny better be heading to her other kids to let them out of jail. Uh-huh. Ain't that the truth. And Jorah was up there touching everybody, so are they <laughs> now? I know. He was touching a lot yeah, of everybody. people. At this point, Stannis better win because he just paid too high a cost for victory. Mm -hmm. The Boltons better die horrible painful deaths next week. And I can't believe it's the finale already. I know. Until next time, Shalita. P.S. Sorry, not sorry for the long ass email. (laughs) It's not every day someone rides a freaking dragon. (laughs) It's gonna cause some long ass emails. Yeah, that's true. (coughs) P.S.S. I was screaming so loud at my TV that my neighbor called to make sure I was okay. <laughs>
2: Laugh out loud.
9: Oh my goodness. Thank you, Thank Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. For that, uh, long ass email. I wonder if people really do get like, Well, you know what? Now that is, that like, is an idea. People called on them because of screaming at their TV. It over could game be. Comes.
2: And especially if you're in like an apartment or, yeah. you know, they have these, um, uh, like like apartment type hotels where people live and stuff and they're mm-hmm. watching
9: TV. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I bet you they get the law called on them. <laughs>
9: mm. I, no, that'd be embarrassing. That would be. Hey, I was just talking back to my TV. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Okay, our next email is from Zombie Mom. Hey, Zombie Mom. Hey, Zombie Mom. Hello, I hope the ladies of House Sista and all those in its kingdom are doing well. And this is for hard Home. Mm-hmm. This episode was awesome. I got my zombie fix in with the White Walkers and their army of the dead. Watch out, Jon Snow. The White Walker king has a special eye for you. <laughs> I find is. it interesting and not coincidental that the fall of the Targaryen rule preceded Winter Coming. Okay. Uh, what if the Targaryen? I was just thinking about that. Sorry, I paused. What if the Targaryens were the ones that could stop the White Walkers? That Valyrian sword seems to defeat them. And here we have a Targaryen slash Stark bloodline wielding a Valyrian steel sword. I bet the dragons can kill them too. Zombie mom. Mm. Yeah, well, see, that's what we've Thank been you, talking about, about all season that I don't like us talking about all the time. What? In case it's like a spoiler. But um, that's what people have been, you know, come thinking about and theorizing about that, um, John. Snow and and the Targaryens and all that. I will say I think it makes sense because back in uh, when they have all those stories about the Targaryens and when dragons used to be alive right. and their dragon fire, you know, all of that. That wildfire, excuse me, the dragon fire could kill anything. It would just everything. burn everything up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, could be that that's what that kept them White Walkers at bay so many it long years be. ago. Because, but but by the way.
2: Ned Stark and and all the Starks and everybody talks about it, like winter is coming. Everybody knows what winter is. The only thing they don't know is how long winter is going to last. So, evidently, when winter comes, it lasts in varying varying lengths of time. We
9: already talked about that, like, several seasons ago. Okay. Yeah, winter lasts. Like, they've always said, you've been born, like, Ned told... Aria, you were born in the long summer. You don't even know what winter is because mm-hmm. summer lasted her whole life. Ten years. Yeah. Or however old she is. Yeah. She's never even seen winter yet. So apparently they can last years and years and years. Yeah. So. Uh, and then she also has an email about the Dance of Dragons and she says, Say it with me, sisters. Damn. Stannis did it. He fucking did it. Yeah. I will never like him or feel sorry for him no matter what. Now I hope Ramsay gets a hold of him and flays him. Jorah, you are forgiven. And I think Dario is funny. He has grown on me. Oh, hell no. But of course the scene we will all be talking about gave me chills. Drogon, burn him up, Drogon. When Daenerys started climbing in his back, I was like, hell yeah. Now fly Drogon right over to the dungeon and let his siblings out. I know. Love you ladies, zombie mom. Thank you, Zombie Thank Mom. Thank you, Zombie Mom. And I agree, I was wanting the mother ones Yeah,
2: yeah. But, I mean, you know,
9: I know where he going, so you got to go where he go. Well, she did on that occasion. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. They should let them damn babies out. Right they now. sure should. Mm-hmm. Okay, and our next email is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hi, Sister J and Sister K. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Burning a child alive at the stake? I know. Come on. I hate stupid dumbass people. And I can see Stannis dying alongside that fucking red chi devil in a horrible way. Mm-hmm. We got Danny flying off on one ugly dragon. Never in my life have I ever met a dragon that looked that ugly. <laughs> what? He was kind of pimply in the face though. He had scales and shit all up in dragon, his
2: face. He was not ugly. He was not ugly. Okay, here it comes. He was monsterish looking.
9: Well, that's what dragons look like. They're scaly. <laughs> he was real scaly. Okay, here it comes. He's so ugly. He gives Freddy Krueger nightmares. Oh. Funny. He wasn't that ugly. Danny just up and leaves Miss Sandy. <laughs> she said, Miss Sandy. <laughs> Jora and Tyrion defend for themselves. What the fuck was that? Don't, do not tell me because she is the queen. Queen who runs away when there's trouble? Shit, give me a queen who stands up for herself any day. They have decimated Stannis' character. It was the writer's idea to have Stannis tell his daughter how he loves her and save her with the grayscale, And then to have him kill her was just a setup and unfair to the audience. I am pissed they ruined such a great character.
10: <laughs> it
9: is evident that Arya will be the next young thing that Trent trash, trash, whatever the fuck his name is. He will ask for Arya in the whorehouse. Oh, Maybe yeah. We will find, finally see her change face. Mm, mm, mm. Was my favorite Sansa in this? <laughs> if she was, it was not memorable. Laugh out loud. Ooh. Danny in my eyes is now in the pits. Literally. Cannot wait to hear your take on this horrible episode. Thank you, sisters, for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of wonderful entertainment. (laughs) Brought to you by Crocs the Shoe with a Toe Pick. Get it, ice skating, toe pick, to come to sudden stops. Gosh, gotta explain explain everything. As always, Bunny. (laughs) Thank you, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. And I don't know what the hell you was talking about, about Crocs. Toe pigs? I don't know what that is either. But I thought this was a good, decent episode. It was decent. I it had decent parts in it. Yeah. There were some that you were like, mm. Yeah.
2: But yeah, we know. We know what the setup is with that tramp guy. Yeah. 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 So nasty. He is, mm. And when he kept saying too old, too old, I thought, oh, oh shit. That was terrible. That was awful. Yep.
9: Mm-hmm. At first you didn't get it, then you're like, what the what the dusty fuck? Mm. Thank you, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. Our next email is from Taj. Hey, Taj. Hey, sisters. Hey, fam. I cried more when I heard that baby cry for her dad than I did for my own grandmother when she died. On one hand, I understand Stannis' resolve. If he ever lost to the Boltons, then the poor baby would have been flayed anyway. But damn. Yeah. We don't know that.
2: Oh, yeah, they would have.
9: On the other hand, I don't like the red bitch winning anything. Even Celeste didn't want the baby to burn. And if there was anyone that didn't care for that child, it was her mother. Yeah. Sisters, I don't give a dusty fuck that his star is dead, or appears to be so. There you go. There is no doubt in my mind that the entire attack was his idea. I, I see. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. He just had to go check on some things yeah. before the fighting started. Yeah. Okay, well, good riddance.
2: Uh-huh. My
9: thing is, where is Danny going, leaving her trusted advisors in the pits being attacked? <laughs> I hope she's going to free the other two dragons and circle back for Tyrion and Missandei. I mean, after seeing this, what's a dead, what's a dead farmer's kid when you can quell an uprising with the mere appearance of a dragon? Also, let's give it up to the special effects crew. I must have rewound Drogon's entrance about thirty times. I know. I thought they did yeah. a great job on I, the effects. I, I thought it was. I good mean, at, you could tell a difference, but you, shit. Well, that's yeah. because there are no such thing as dragons in real life. I mean, right. I'm sorry. To the only
2: thing, the, the only thing I thought was cheesy. And you could really tell the CGI was when she climbed up on him. Right. But otherwise, I thought it was very believable. He looked really
9: good yes. to me. looked like he was right there to me. Yep. Uh, he blew fire, then flew through it. That's how you make an entrance. That's right. Until next week, sisters, Taj. P.S. With all the talk about hot grits on the podcast, I left a little story from my childhood on the Facebook page. Uh-oh. Well, we remember that story, yeah, we Taj. Do. Thank you, Taj. Thank you, Taj. <laughs> yeah, that got a lot of good
2: funny comments.
9: It wasn't a funny story, but well, I mean no. it was it was uh very thought-provoking, mm-hmm. very interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, our next feedback is a voicemail and it looks like it is from Stephanie. Oh hey Stephanie. Hey Stephanie, so let's play that now. Okay.
7: Sisters, I just finished watching this episode, and let me tell you what a roller coaster ride. Okay, Bravos and Aria. I hate to say it, but she's doing a little too much for me. We're finally in a good place where you're learning how to fight and you can kill you know, get the technique and training that you need to kill all these people on your list and whoever else gets in your way, and you're messing it up by minding grown folks' business. Leave him alone and mind your business. You should have went to the port or the dock, killed the thin man, and brought it back home. You're killing me, and, and you're bullshitting a bullshitter. Hello? Jackin knew you were lying. So so now what? So I was not happy about that. She's going she's to have to do something to redeem herself, especially with that little blonde girl just waiting to smack her upside the head or something. Stannis you are dead to me and hopefully you'll be dead in the next episode because what you did just know so I'm hoping that when he gets to to Winterfell he's going to get there and beat and defeat the Boltons and Davos of course is going to find out what happened hopefully in time and I hope that he gets to Winterfell too and he ends up killing Stannis because it needs to be done and if the wife is, is alive kill her too and hopefully Brienne will see all the fighting and she'll come to Winterfell and if she can kill the Red Witch and, and protect um, and and on protect Sansa because if she kills the Red Witch then she'll feel like she's you know avenged Renly. But anyways, after that scene with Stannis, I was asking myself, why do I watch this show? And basically, the ending said, girl, this is why. Because that was fantastic. I don't even care about George. He he ain't dead yet. Gosh. But man, oh man, I thought that that dude was in on it. But he went and got his two pieces in a biscuit. And he's done bye ain't nobody gonna miss you but oh my gosh when drogon came in and everybody started running i was like "Mm -mm, come get yours you came ready for a fight take it oh my god it was so great to see a targaryen back on the on on a dragon and flying that was crazy if she could have did a little sooner though that would have helped i mean he got a couple of spears you know but whatever it was still so cool and such a grand ending um and on one last note i just want to say though to danny if you go to the club and a fight breaks out, and you know possibly some shots too, you can't just leave your friends in the club. You know, you gotta set them up with a ride or exit plan, something. That's all. All right, sisters. Sorry this was a little long. Bye.
9: Oh, thank you, Stephanie, for thank that voice Stephanie. Out. Woo, you was on the road, girl. You was on the road, she was, and she's right. If you if a fight break out at the club, you can't leave your friends. Yeah, you baby. can't leave your friends. But and in, in her defense, though, I mean,
2: you know, that's. She got no control over which way he's... Uh, he but I didn't have a problem with her not having the other ones get on the back. To me, that would have been too cheesy. Really? Yeah, because they don't ride dragons. Targaryens do. She ain't never rode on dragon either. Well, but she's a Targaryen. Well,
9: that's true.
2: She's a mama. Yeah. She's she their mama. Mother of dragons. So, yeah. I, uh, it, uh, I was perfectly fine with her leaving him there.
9: Well, it was a question I had, too. Like, can we finish... Lighten them up first so that (laughs) at least they won't be trying to kill them up when you leave. I know, yeah. That was my only thing, but... Well... Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Okay, and our next feedback is another voicemail, and this one is from Monique. Oh, hey, Monique. Hey, Monique. Let's play that one now. Okay. Hey, sisters and fam, Monique from PA here, and I just finished watching
0: the episode It was so good. I had to stay away from the nation because the two-day rule was over, so I didn't want to be spoiled. And oh my gosh, it was worth it. It was so good. I mean, it wasn't great because poor Shireen, I don't even know how Stannis is going to live with himself, and poor Davos is going to be devastated. But I can't even hold on to that feeling because this woman got on a dragon and blew the fuck away. Yes, she did. Oh, my gosh. Best ending ever. It would have been better if she would have been yelling, Tricolus, motherfuckers! (laughs) But I guess she couldn't do that with, you know, the bootleg Dario down there and Masande and Tyrion. You know, she don't want them to get all burnt up. And look at that husband. Oh, my goodness. He was just trying to make sure everything was in place. Yeah, you stupid ass. You got your ass all stabbed up and killed, too. I tell you... And everybody can't be smart, that's Tyrion. <laughs> Tyrion's my guy, I tell you. Him and his words. Love it. All right, ladies. Thank you so much for everything you do. And thanks, Nation, for keeping me laughing as well. Take care,
2: all. Bye. Thank you, Monique, for that voice, Thank man. you, Monique. And you are certainly correct. <laughs> and that is, I, hey, his daughter was the one he helped plan all that shit. And he just got stabbed up, too. Yeah. He, I mean, I
9: think he's dead.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think he's dead. So I
9: know some people are, are speculating whether he really is dead or.
2: Oh, I think he's dead.
9: If he was like superficial cuts. No. Oh, no, they were stabbing I him up. I think he was stabbed.
2: Yeah. Up. They were stabbing him up and, and more than one guy was stabbing him. Oh.
9: So. I remember that part. But yeah. He, he gone. He gone. Well, what I didn't get to, just to go back to the harpies real quick, why they had to stab up all them people in the crowd? People ain't did shit to the end. Well, but they were the ruling class. They,
2: I, well, I guess so. They were the ruling class. I guess that was it. Because if you notice, uh, like, one of our other um, uh, emailers uh, mentioned the black woman, the, the rare blacks, you know, that was in the arena, and they all got uh, stabbed that up, too. That was Derek. Right, but if you notice, though, the people who was getting stabbed up, they had uh, uh, elaborate clothing draped and stuff so you could tell that they were more affluent than the ones doing the stabbing
9: well yeah mm. go
2: back and look yeah so that's that's what that anywho. is
9: anywho well thank you monique okay our next email is from liz hey liz hi sisters i just wanted to send a quick note for the hard home podcast in case you haven't recorded it yet Mm -hmm, Liz, I see you, Liz. (laughs) We all know the dangers of listening to Sissy Speak in a public place. Yesterday evening, I was getting some shopping done while finishing up the feedback section of Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken. I'm sure I got a few strange looks because I forgot to keep my lips tight and a few loud cackles burst out (laughs) while I was cruising down the aisle at Costco. Every time the family brought up cock merchants, it got worse and worse. (laughs) I couldn't help imagining an outdoor market booth with a selection laid out on a folding table. Uh When somebody buys one of those shriveled up miniature dicks, is it on a little ball chain like a rabbit's (laughs) foot? Do they come in a variety of natural colors? And what do the customers do with them? Before you go into battle, do you rub your lucky dwarf penis? I know you probably have tons of feedback about the Hard Home Battle. It was fantastic. Yeah. But my favorite part was the scene scene with Sansa and Theon. She looked strong in the episode, and it gave me hope that she can turn the tables at Winterfell somehow. Cheers, Liz from Seattle. Well, thank you, Liz. (laughs) From Seattle.
2: I don't know about Sansa, though. I don't Uh, know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, you just it's never. It's going to be know. hard to tell. You just never yeah.
9: ever know with this damn show shit.
2: <laughs> okay.
9: Our next email is from Victoria, Queen Victoria. Hey, Victoria. Sisters, what have we just watched? Mm-hmm. If that was how Dragon stands, I'm going to sit this one out. Can we combine two storylines and have Dragon Flame Grill the flan- flame grill mm-hmm. the red witch? Ooh, yeah, that'd be great. Stannis and his hack faced wife for being parents of the decade. <laughs> I love that he came to rescue his mommy, even though she still has his brothers chained up like stepchildren in the basement. I know. Yeah. And what was uh, and what was going on with Arya? Her story is so slow. It's almost as if the showrunners put it in so we have a quick tea break until the next big growth part happens. I know. It is moving slow. I was disturbed all around by Maren Trent. Arya needs to stay away from his perverted eyes. With the way the show has been going with its odious overtones, it's not out of the realm to guess where that story will lead to. Oh yeah. Keep washing the dead, Arya. Forget all about Mirren. I think after all this season's made to shock moments, we all might need therapy once it's wrapped up. Laugh out loud. <laughs> that is so damn true. Well, you know. Until next time, sisters, twenty-five stars and a side order of naked Jackin' for the podcast. <laughs> Uh, No counterbalance, the unjust, excuse me, to counterbalance the unjust one-star review some villainous person left for you girls. Mm -hmm. With much love, Victoria, (laughs) XOXO. Thank Thank you, Victoria.
2: Victoria. Love Mm. it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I thought it was a good episode. Now do I killed off the baby, Shireen, then we're just going to have to see I mean, shit, uh, uh, yeah. that was pretty
9: bad enough. What else are they going to do? Well, yeah, We does? don't even want to ask, right? Yeah. Okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, and it's from Andreas. Oh, yay. He says, hey, sisters, here is my super short recap. Oh, yay. Okay, on, so let's Andrea. play that now. All
5: right. Hey, sisters, and hello, Bunny. This is Andreas calling in. I ain't now have no tagline for y'all. But I can do a recap So, Stannis is doing barbecue Danny and Drogon is doing barbecue And no one us to share with Cersei. No fair Bye, sisters Thank
9: you, Andreas, Thank you for Andreas. You We love it Awesome
2: Hey, Tammy. Hey, <laughs> I love it Oh, that is awesome Love hearing your voice Oh, yeah, we love your accent that, was,
9: yeah, really that. that yeah. was really cute. That was really cute. Yeah, they
2: are barbecuing up. Uh, Yeah.
9: And that is a mess.
2: That's a mess.
9: Thank you, Andrea. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you, Andreas. Okay, our next email is from Serge in Cali. Oh, hey, Serge. Hey, Serge. Hey, sisters in the Sister Speak Nation. I just want to take the time to thank Sister K, Sisters K and J for the hours and hours of entertainment they give us every week or so. Okay. I really enjoy hearing about these shows from a sister's point of view. And with that said, the rest of this email will be written from a sister's point of view because that's just how I want to hear it, okay? <laughs> this podcast cannot be imitated and will never be duplicated. <laughs> Me and Sister J are, are one of a kind. We make one hell of a team and we represent you to the fullest. Besides our production value, unique abilities, and our sense of style, this podcast is special because we ain't doing it for the fame and we ain't doing it for the money, although we hold the right to accept donations if we ever so choose. <laughs> it's strictly for the love of the game. The Sister Speak Podcast represents a community. Well, actually a nation. Yep. Sincerely, Sister K in Dallas. Aw, uh, thank you. Sister PS Kay. Well, Serge.
2: Oh, Serge
9: he's writing it in our point of view. Oh, okay, cool. Are you paying attention, Sister J? Mm-hmm. P.S. Okay, this is Serge again. I'm not trying to put any words in y'all's mouth, but you really deserve some props for creating this. People truly feel like they're part of a something bigger than themselves simply by listening to y'all, and it's really fucking important in this day and age. Yep. So thank you very fucking much, Serge and <laughs> Well, you hey. are very fucking You're welcome. welcome. Serge.
2: <laughs> All them fucks because he knows that you like that word. I love <laughs> it. That's his okay. favorite word. Mm. Thank you, Serge. <laughs> Thank very you, Serge. We so appreciate sweet. it. Yeah, we we do appreciate. Very
9: it. sweet, and we say.
2: do it because we really do like it.
9: Well, we, we have fun. Yes, I mean he said that, but it's so true. We do it for the love of it. Yep, and not for any other reason. Nope. you know. Thank you, Serge. <laughs> Okay, our next email is from Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Man, bump Stannis. I know. I thought he was hardcore when he killed his own brother. But burning your only baby alive, that's a whole other level of fucked up. Yeah. Sir Davos is going to be so mad when he finds out what Stannis did. I wonder if Stannis' men are still going to follow him after this. I, I know. Mm. I, I'd be like, this fucking crazy. If he going to burn his own daughter up, what are you going to do to me? Yeah, you that. know? that's what I'd be thinking. After this episode, I still have two questions. Did that giant swim all the way to the wall? <laughs> <laughs> no. We think he got I think he boat. got into a boat. I'm By himself, a... probably, but a boat, yeah. I really do think he got into a boat. Mm-hmm. And how the hell did Davos whittle that stag for Shireen with only one good hand? (laughs) That's a good question. Because he's handy. He's handy. (laughs) P.S. Sisters, I've never told you all this, but y'all are partially responsible for my boyfriend and I meeting. Uh Uh-oh. What? My boyfriend and I hit it off back in 2011 over our love of podcasts. And the Sister Speak podcast was my gateway drug into the world of podcasts. So if it wasn't for you ladies, Nick and I might have never struck up that initial conversation.
10: Wow. Thanks for
9: the love connection and all the laughs you wonderful ladies provide. Can't wait for the Empire podcast. Brittany from Houston. Thank you, oh, Brittany. Thank you Brittany. That is so nice. You, hey, Nick.
2: Hey, Nick. <laughs> That is so that cool! Is awesome. So y'all's love of the Sisters Speak podcast.
9: Made the connection. Made the connection. That's awesome. Alright. I think that's a first. Yeah. A, I think, I think it is. that's a first for us. Ooh. Oh, that is you. so nice. Yes. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you. And she in Houston. Houston. That's close. Y'all underneath some water, though. Yeah. And we underneath some storms, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next email is from Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hey, sisters and sisters speak family. I've been listening to the sisters speak podcast for a few years now, but finally, (coughs) excuse me, but finally decided to jump in and be a participant. Uh oh. Welcome. Cool, welcome. Whether it's Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, or True Blood, I've listened to every single show. And oh laugh my. my ass off at all of them. My goodness. Those podcasts have helped me get through gym time, long drives, <laughs> and cleaning the house. In fact, I listened to episode six in my headphones so as not to scandalize the children in the car. <laughs> While on the way back from our first family trip to Disney World, that 10-hour drive was made a lot less stressful with the sisters in my ear. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's nice. Speaking of which... Let me just say how many times I saw people leave bathrooms in Disney without washing their hands. Ew. Gross people. Ew. Every time it happened, instead of hearing boop in my head, I'd hear poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so Ew. gross. Nasty. I used so much hand sanitizer, my kids thought they were being prepped for surgery. Yeah, that's right. Wash your damn hands. I know it. That's so nasty. Also. Why now? This is the nasty part about that. Those rides you're riding on, people are millions touching. Millions of people have touched that touched shit. It. So we, so everybody's got them germs. Mm. Mm. Also, why do people wear high heels at Disney? Oh, isn't that the truth? Was this a surprise trip? <laughs> do they think they were going somewhere fancy? <laughs> <laughs> a surprise trip. Do they think oh. they were going somewhere fancy and were dropped off at the front of Magic Kingdom? I know. It's nearly a mile to the entrance of every park. 95 degrees and humid. Shaking my head. Mm, anyway, mm. let's get on with it. Well, you know who that is.
2: Yeah, that's somebody trying to catch.
9: Them women trying to catch something. They're trying thought. to catch. I don't know who the fuck you going to catch at Disney but a dad.
2: Well... Daddy must have some money, cause he done bought the wifey and the kids.
9: I mean, I wouldn't even be trying to look cute at Disney yeah. when there's families there. What well. the hell's the point? They don't care. They, they just want the money. They want the money. Um, okay. You. So she says, "Let's get on with it." I absolutely left Tyrion and Danny together, and could watch an entire episode of them drinking wine and gossiping. Me too. Hopefully, the show won't tear them apart anytime soon.
2: Yeah, that's well, true. Well, she's
9: apart now, flying off to whoever knows where. Yeah, but
2: but it's not like they tore him apart. True. You, you know what
9: she's saying. Sansa finally got some useful information from Reek about her brothers. Mm-hmm. That dude has been useless. I'm at the point where I've stopped feeling sorry for Theon Reek and want him to just go away.
2: Me too. It would
9: really bother me if he was somehow responsible for, quote unquote, saving her. I want Sansa to, ha- to save herself and take back some of her own power. Yeah. The battle for Hardhome was amazing. I can see they used up their budget on that first-rate episode, <laughs> which maybe explains the sucky nature of the sand fake fight in Dorne. <laughs> yeah, that maybe that be. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Snow better watch his back, though. All I can think about near the end, however, is whether or not 1-1 the giant could swim. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for now, sisters. Don't want to get red. Melissa from Mississippi. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, for Melissa. Email. And,
2: okay, we've already established that the giant probably got on a boat by himself. I think so, himself.
9: because the ocean is yeah,
2: deep. Yeah, the I ocean's deep. Could... I mean, the uh, parts of the ocean are miles deep, and he's not a mile high. He's just no, real, real tall.
9: He's, no. No. He's, he's not, not a mile up. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so either, but. So. Yeah. I think he got into a boat now. Mm-hmm. That boat might have been really low in the water. <laughs> But that's what I think and he might have had to paddle himself. He might have had to, yeah, mm-hmm. use his hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next email is from Tiffy. Oh, hey, Tiffy. Hi, sisters. This is Tiffy from Philly. Just wanted to clear something up. So here is my short as voicemail. Okay, well, let's play it. Okay.
4: Hi, sisters. This is Tiffy from Philly. I was just calling in to clear up something about the tagline that my sister, Tartar sent in last week. Tiffy from Philly is actually me, the one that writes in. And the special guest was my son, Zion. His little voice is the voice that you hear in the beginning of the tagline. Um, No, we don't allow him to listen to the podcast, but he wanted to be a part of the Sister Speaks uh, Nation, so we allow him to have his little voice on the tagline. We were cracking up when we heard you ladies laughing about that being me. We just thought it was hilarious. But we just wanted to let you know that Zion wanted to be a part of the tagline, the tag so we included him. So that is actually the little voice that you ladies hear. So that's all I wanted to say. I hope you ladies are having a wonderful week, and we'll talk to you soon. Love you, girls. Bye.
2: Oh,
9: thank you, Tiffy, for that clarification. Thank you, Tiffy, <laughs> and hi, Zion. Hey, Zion. I don't remember uh, us getting y'all's names mixed up, but it yeah. probably if it. I don't know. Maybe it was sent in by by Tartar and not you, or I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I can't remember, but but thank you it anyway. Was so cute to hear <laughs> his little voice on the podcast, yeah. And tell him we said hello. But we're always a little concerned when little kids are, you know,
2: listening to our kid. <laughs> <'Cause, laughs> hey, y'all parents need to know. They
9: know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens. You cuss around your kids. Well, all you can say is, it's this is grown folk talk, not <laughs> kid talk, and hope <laughs> that they don't, you know,
5: mm. anyway, repeat that shit. Thank
9: you, Tiffy. Thank you, Tiffy. Our next email is from. Actually, it's a voicemail, and it's Tiffy again, wanting to leave her actual feedback about the episode. So, let's play that now.
4: Hi, sisters. This is Tiffy from Philly. I have to call back in to talk about this week's episode titled The Dance of Dragons. First of all, I am fucking livid. I mean livid that Stannis would kill his own daughter. He is such a red bastard. I can't stand him anymore. I thought he was going to be a great king, but I really think he's becoming the great mad king of all time. The other point of the uh, episode that I wanted to, to touch base on was the the part where Daenerys actually climbed on top of her baby. I felt so much joy and happiness for her. Like I had chills coming through my body. The anticipation of her almost being met with the face of death, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen. You should have seen Tartar. She jumped up off the couch. She she went back and forth around. Like, she was going crazy, like, in her skin. I was going crazy sitting on the couch screaming that Daenerys didn't get hurt. But just like you ladies always talk about how you can't stand how they demeanor her character how you hate her all season and then at the very end you start to love her again well that is exactly what happened was happening right now but i just wanted to call and say those two points i'm not going to take a whole bunch of time and be long ass but i just wanted to let you ladies know that i really appreciate your co- podcasting and i i'm so happy that you're here so we could actually talk about this together so thank you and have a wonderful day bye sisters
2: Thank you,
9: Tiffy, for that voicemail. Thank you, Tiffy, and we appreciate your sentiments. Yes, about the, us in the podcast. Yes, and, and I agree with you about. Oh Daenerys. yeah, they do that. They. I don't know well, why. First of all, it's her character. that ship has slow all season. season. Yep. And then here at the very end, yeah, you're right. And they want to kick off with mm-hmm. some good shit. But it's the same every. It's. I think I can clock it, except for the first season. Season 2, 3, and 4 have been like that. Yeah. Where you're annoyed, annoyed, annoyed. She's doing all these fucking declarations. She's supposed to be saving people. You yep. don't know how to run nothing. Yep. And then at the end, you're like, oh, I love her. Yeah. Because she's done shown some real strength and actually done some shit. Well, what I love is
2: her getting on the dragon. What I love is Drogon. That's what I love. Yeah. Because he came to her rescue. Yeah. See. And then, of course, when she climbed up on him and they flew off, then, yeah, everybody likes that. But, yeah, she's just, mm. the, the It's the
9: way they're writing her,
2: though. Well, yeah, we know that. But, hey, they, they have to do what the writers wrote. So yeah, true that. Anyway.
9: Thank you, Tiffy. Okay, our next email is from Manny. Hey, Manny. Hi, Manny. Hey, hey, ladies. Well, oysters, clams, and cockles, these past few episodes have been on my nerves. (laughs) That reminds me oysters, clams, and cockles. That is the stupidest damn ditty. I love it. I and, hate it. And who was it that put it on our group? I don't know, but There's hey, a don't do it no there more. There is a song <laughs> that someone has mixed, and I'm getting ready to figure out how to put that as my ringtone because oh, I Lord. love it. It was so I played annoying. it like, I played it about five, six times y'all since are, I heard it. Y'all are. Hmm. That's my jam now. Hey, y'all just don't know what, oh, see, you young little folks little don't know what good music is. I didn't say that. I just said, I like it. Mm. Anyway, this show is so full of pettiness and characters too full of pride. Yep. I need to milk of the poppy or essence of nightshade or a shot of fireball whiskey to calm down. <laughs> hey, that fireball whiskey is no joke. I don't know about and, that. And I, I had some
2: of that cinnamon. It, uh, it comes in cinnamon now because I love cinnamon taste. Woo!
9: It bu- even mixed with other stuff, it burns going down. I bet. Mm. Sound it sound like it'll burn. <laughs> but okay, I have a few thoughts. Like to hear it, here it go. One, so you mean to tell me Cersei some Jay I have to drink Cracklin' and shit. That's my bottle. Why is it crackling? Cause Okay. So you mean to tell me Cersei summoned Lord Littlefinger all the way from what she thought was the eerie just to ask him if the veil would fight for her if the time comes? When he got that letter from her beckoning him back to King's Landing, I was like, what the hell does she need him back there for? What is she cooking up now? But no raven, no carrier pigeon, no personal messenger, no message in a bottle, no UPS. She also gets in the way of her son's command by manipulating him and making him look weak just so she can torture Marjorie. Yep. This bitch is so petty. Yep. Side note. I laughed out loud when that tall-ass nun clunked her on the head with that wooden ladle. (laughs) I know that's right. Two, that scene with Shireen was extremely hard to watch. I had a feeling it was coming, but I didn't think it would happen like that. I will admit the room got a little dusty when she started pleading. I know. Three, why are we in Dorne? Have you noticed the whole season we've been there, we've really only seen about 10 people? Mm -hmm. I know they are supposed to be in Spain, but where are the brown people at? <laughs> hey, amen. Yeah. The whole storyline just feels like a giant set designed with extras who don't know how to act. Yep. Braun didn't lie. Excuse me. Braun didn't die. Jamie didn't die. Mercella didn't die. Alaria is still pissed. Shit ain't changed none. Yep. Honestly, this storyline feels like the Grady Hospital arc in Walking Dead. It was dumb. Oh, yeah! You know what? That Grady shit was stupid. Four. Man, Littlefinger is collecting all the pieces on the chessboard.
10: Mm-hmm. Love,
9: love, love this character. Mm-hmm. But wait a minute. Here's yet another reason why Cersei is useless. She fucking knows that Baelish has the ear of little Robin Aaron and is the Lord of Harrenhal and now is scheming to be the Warden of the North. If you put two motherfuckers and two motherfuckers together, you get four motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she can't do that. I swear that bitch is as useless as a tattoo on a prosthetic arm. Oh, Lord. But remember what I said last year. My theory was that Baelish was going to go after all the people who were involved in Catelyn's death, but only when his maneuvering would land him in top to collect the spoils. Hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, it's probably true. Yep. 'Cause I think his underlying uh motivation right now is getting back at anyone who killed Catelyn well, uh, see, at all. I think he's too selfish for that. But he but like Manny I said I because he left Sansa at, at yes at, with Ramsey Bolton. But you like, can't tell me he don't know the Ramsey Bolton. That's not the, that's not the point. That's not the point. He still, like Manny said, when it when it. Uh, gives him the positives that he wants and he can get revenge, he's going to do it, which mm-hmm. is what has been happening. Yeah. My bet is that after Bolton is dealt with, he's going to go after the phrase. Uh, five. The I last... ain't seen them since season three. Four. Or four. Yeah. Whenever it was. Five. The last 30 minutes of episode eight. Loved it. Best Game of Thrones scenes ever i watched that shit about six times. <laughs> Daenerys. She's uh, number six. Daenerys. Well, how many numbers he got? Six. Shit. Daenerys. <laughs> She's steady fucking up. She's the only one that's been tapped in and on my nerves the whole season. One wrong move after the other. But are you to tell me that she hopped on Drogon and ain't coming back? What about her two other babies? That's what I'm saying. We all know she has a favorite but if this were real life somebody would have called child protective services by now <laughs> mm-hmm. i actually don't even want her to come back oh wait didn't she fly away and leave Masande and Tyrion? i can't stand friends like I that i don't know why y'all tripping oh man you go to the club with your friends and the one who drove me leave your ass there without saying anything last all... out mm-hmm. oh no see that's that ain't no friend I've never if had you leave in my ass, then we parting ways. I'm I've, sorry. I've never had that happen to me in I my haven't whole either. life. No, I haven't either. I don't, I don't know people that do shit like but that. You come and give me when you're about to leave, and I'm leaving because you my ride. Well, yeah. And actually, I don't even like riding with people because I don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah. I want to leave when I want to leave. So don't be rushing my ass, okay? Um, thanks a lot, lady. Mm, you want an name? <laughs> I am! So if we're riding together, don't get there and ten minutes later talk about you ready to go. No, that ain't gonna work. I'm gonna have to take my own car. Um, Thanks a lot, ladies. A. Manny, milk of the poppy. P.S. Don't listen to Sister J. Put up that donate button. Shut (laughs) up, Manny. Shut the fuck up, Manny. I
2: like it, Manny. And I am. And that was love. Thank you for that long ass
9: email. We shit. I haven't heard from Annie That shit was too long, though. No. It was long, Manny. It was too long. Now, come on. Six points. But hey, that's actually that's short for me. <laughs> and then don't be dissing me. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. He didn't diss you, he just yeah, said don't yeah. listen. <laughs> <laughs> What you don't know. (laughs) Well, Sister J don't know, man. I already got the shit in motion. I just haven't had time to put it on. And you know what? And when the tax man come for your ass, yet? Then you just pay taxes. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? You pay taxes.
2: there's a whole bunch of other stuff involved. Well,
9: whatever. Thank you, Manny. You're Mm -hmm. long ass shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, our next email is from Miss Jazzy. Hey, Miss Jazzy. Hey, sisters. had not sent a voicemail feedback in a while because, like Sister J, I hate hearing my voice on playback. <laughs> uh, but I hope that my doing it will inspire others too, as well, to give Sister K a breather. Oh, thank you, Jazzy. But ah, well, yeah, well, it ain't much of a breather. She's <laughs> happy to read this. P.S. <laughs> well, I'm gonna play her um her voicemail, but she says. P.S. Nurse Jazzy said all people need sunblock every day, even when it's cloudy. Exactly. UV rays can penetrate through the clouds. Exactly. Just saying. And... You are right, Miss Jazzy. Well,
2: and you should wear sunglasses, too, even on a bright, cloudy day, because, uh, for that same reason, it could damage your eyes.
9: Well, if you have sunglasses that are... If you wear glasses without a prescription... People that... Prescription.
2: Eat, people that eat, uh, even people that don't wear prescription
9: lenses should wear sunglasses. I think most that's of fair. those people do, but it's hard when you have glasses and you don't have prescription sunglasses. Then you should that. get some. Well, yeah, but if that's if you got the cash, <laughs> we ain't all robber from the Bay who just <laughs> go make our own glasses. <laughs> yeah, but or in the are... words of Bunny, robber from the Bay. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so
2: funny. Okay,
9: well, let me play Nurse Jack, uh, Jazzy's voicemail.
8: Okay. Hey, sisters and fam. I thought I'd give Sister Kay, like, a break and let her breathe a little bit because I'm sure there'll be a lot of feedback, especially having to do with Princess Shireen. It was, like, really awful to watch that, and I even, like, wanted to fast-forward through it, but I just had to watch it because it was on. Um, who thought that the mom would have been the one to try to save her? It was, like, a super half-assed attempt, but at least she tried. I'm gonna let the rest of the fam, like, rip bitch-ass Stannis apart, and I hope someone burns up Melisandre. And for some reason, I think it might be Davos. He's gonna be pissed the fuck off. Uh, John is definitely gonna have a problem with his Night's Watchmen. Those fuckers looked super salty when he walked in there with all those wildlings. But the only upside to it is I think that the wildlings will, like, protect him. I don't think any of them would let, like, his Night's Watchmen mutiny against him like they did Mormont. They know without him that they would all be dead. That bitch Alaria is going to be a big fucking problem. After that exchange with Jamie, I think she'll tell Mycela about the rumors surrounding her birth. Definitely no spoilers, I just think that she's up to something. And not done trying to screw shit up. Turning her against her family might be the only weapon that she has. Aria finally has her chance at revenge, and I really hope she gets it. It's about time a Stark gets some kind of revenge in this show. I just hope that she doesn't have to sleep with that pedophile to kill him. At first, I thought he recognized her because she wasn't stealthy at all, but now I just think he was turned on by her. I just hope that she doesn't have any backlash from Jackin, because, like, he knew she lying. Like, he can tell when she's lying, and that look that he gave her was just like, I know you fucking lying. Anyway, uh, lastly, the only, was I the only one that saw, like, that Danny was just about to get caught up? Like, she's sitting, like, a sitting duck in that coliseum. Like, I don't even like sitting in a restaurant where I got my back to a whole bunch of people. Like, I just want to be able to see everything. She all down on the ground, like, people all around her and shit. And I just, it was just stupid to me. Um. Uh, I'm starting to believe, like one of the other listeners said, that Dario has something to do with what shit went down. I was glad to see that Drogon remembered who his mama is and everything, like, and it was really nice to see her fly off. I think that he really can feel when she's in danger. It's time to release the rest of the dragons and, like, stop fucking around with these people. Anyway, don't want to be too long-assed, can't wait for the podcast, and looking forward to everyone's feedback. Jazzy, bye.
2: Thank you, Jazzy, for that long-ass, funny though, but long-ass uh, voice. Thank you, Jazzy. But hey, I feel you on that restaurant deal, because hey, you know what? As a matter of course, when I'm going to a restaurant, I don't never have my back to no window. I sit parallel to the window or facing the window, or I'm way in the interior close
9: to the back door <laughs> in case some shit kick off. Yeah, I, I've i mm-hmm. heard people say this before, and I've never really—oh yeah—bothered, you know, with that kind of thing. Oh yeah, I always—I think it's like um, doesn't
2: bother. It's me. like in the back of my mind. I just automatically do it now.
9: Yeah, but yeah, I'm
2: oh no, <laughs> oh no, you don't sit with your back to no window.
9: I don't mind it, but <laughs> I, you know, that's funny, Miss Jack. You had me cracking up with the them fuckers at the night. Wow. <laughs> then yeah. you don't have issues. They were so Yeah,
2: they were really mad. They were really mad. They were. So. But I mean, that's because they, they haven't seen the whites and they all that. They it. don't get it. Mm-mm. If they did, they want every person available. Yep. Just like John was telling them. Yep. You know? Anyway,
9: thank you, Jazzy. Thank you, Jazzy, and thank you for sending a voicemail. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, know, it was long-ass. It was long-ass. <laughs> Shorten that shit up next time. Okay, our um, next piece of feedback is from Tony B. Hey, Tony. He says, just when you start to, re- to root for Stannis, you're always reminded there's never a happy ending in Game of Thrones. Nope. And it took his crazy wife to actually try and do something about it. You think seeing her quit giving that bitch some credit? She didn't do
10: nothing,
9: she didn't do nothing, she didn't do shit. Um, do you think seeing her burning daughter showed the Lord of Light for what it is? No, BS evil magic. I'm sorry, Stannis, if you need to take the throne like this, I hope you die. (laughs) Man, when I was Drogon landed in the arena, I was yelling when I saw Drogon. Land in the arena. I was yelling, kill them harpies. I was saying, kill them bitches. <laughs> kill them motherfuckers. Kill them motherfuckers. It's amazing the number of viewers trying to defend Stannis Baratheon. Mm. I had hopes for him, but now, just like the other trash in Westeros, the will keeps on turning until broken. Mm-hmm. He, Who's trying to defend him? Apparently, he said Viewers. Huh. I'll be done. For viewers, we had a couple. Mm. Come on, that's all he could do. Alex the tax man,
4: mm. crazy.
9: He gave up <laughs> a little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, he gave up a little humanity. Well, and then on our Facebook group, somebody said something about what other choices did he have? All kinds of fucking oh, yeah. choices. All kinds of fucking choices. Um, he gave up a little humanity he had with his treatment of Davos, his daughter, and Jon Snow. And passion with the killing of Rilling. Sacrifices have to be made. And now we get the burning of his daughter. And on top of all that, you order Davos to go north and order Jon Snow to release men to help take up your position in the north. When you, Stannis Baratheon, knows the Night Watch takes no sides in the battles between kings. Exactly. Stannis' willing, Stannis's willingness to sacrifice everything, break any and all rules since power corrupts, absolutely shows why he will fail. Yeah. Tony beats. I agree. Thank thank, you, Tony Tony B for that email. And I agree with you, though. Yeah.
2: He has shown his ass to do anything just for the power of being the king. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he's going to fail. Of course. Yep. you can't be. But there is no defense for him burning up Shireen. There's no defense at all. None.
9: None. Never.
2: Mm. Ever.
9: Thank you, Tony. Our next email is from Melissa. Hey, Melissa. I think this is the second one from Melissa, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong. Hmm. Um, she says, hey, sisters and sister speak family. What the fuck, Stannis? Yep. What? We were on your side and then you went and fucked it up. Yep. I'm so upset about Shireen and even more disgusted by that fake display of regret. Her mama decided to put on Thank at the last you. minute. Thank you, Melissa. Fuck That's you. a fake mm-hmm. shit. Fuck you, Celise, and fuck you, too, Muson, Musonde, Muson, Melisandre. Excuse me. Ugh. I hope Stannis kills Ramsay and then Brienne kills Stannis. I'm about, <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. yep. I'm about to use up all my exclamation points on this bullshit, but I should probably <laughs> save some for the dragon. Drogon! <laughs> so I suppose it's true that Danny can call her dragons. That was amazing. And now we have a genuine re- dragon rider. Mm-hmm. I don't know that she can. She called well, no. him. I think he felt her. Yeah. Okay. This is what I think happened.
2: You know, when she and and, and uh, uh, Misande were holding hands, they had kind of resigned themselves to the fact that okay, these folks is probably going to rush them, and yeah. we're gonna all be dead. And 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 she was, you know, I think resigning herself to that. But he felt her stress, just like when she was on the balcony after them folks hissed her ass. Then, all <laughs> you know, hey! oh, they was hissing her ass. Hiss, bitch. Hiss, that bitch. bitch. <laughs> that's what he said. That was so funny. But anyway, then Drogon appeared. Then too, because yes. he could feel
9: her stress. I think that's so what it is. They, I don't think they she are can... psychically connected that way, right? And I don't think I think when she was closing her eyes, she was really like resigning herself. She to, was resigning herself. Okay, this is it. This is what's going to happen. But he came in, right? So, so he.
2: He is connected to her in that way. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good thing. Now, eventually she may learn how to call him like that, but
9: for See, now. I kind of think of it like how uh, Rob Rob was with his uh, direwolf. Oh, yes, absolutely. How he could just like, he was moving his fingers on his back and it made him snarl and growl mm-hmm. and shit like that. I think it's kind of like that, the way they have their connection, but. Anyway anyway um, it's about time Danny actually went somewhere besides going up and down the stairs of that damn temple <laughs> I just hope she comes back to for Tyrion since he had to excuse me since we had to wait all season for them to actually be in the same place at the same time I know it but yeah. let's talk for a second about Dario 2 being uh, Dario two point boring. Thank you. I mentioned this on the Facebook page, but for those listeners who don't have Facebook, I've got a theory about pancake butt Dario. In, <laughs> yeah. In episode six, Dario tells Danny she needs to open the fighting pits, invite all the heads of the families, and then kill everyone up. Yep. In episode nine, we get harpies killing everyone up at the fighting pits. Yep. Coincidence or conspiracy? Is Dario trying to get Danny's other dragons? Free the dragons, Danny, and burn Dario up first. Later, says Melissa from Mississippi. Oh, thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Melissa. And you know what? Now I like that connection. I, I like the way that you
2: have connected that. Yeah. I still don't think Dario was the head of the harpy harpy people, but uh, but that is kind of intriguing.
9: Why would he do that, though? But, I don't uh, yeah. Think I, my thing is, I, his I motivation, I don't think he would do it just because, I don't think he wants her killed up. No, he doesn't want her killed. uh uh-uh. I don't think he wants, but, so, I never did think that he was part of it. I mean. I don't think so. I think he just doesn't want, lo- he didn't like his daughter. We know that. Yeah.
2: And I think he just didn't like the, that ruling assumed, class.
9: assumed, yes.
2: Yeah, see, because. Because he used to fight in the uh, fighting pits and all that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as he, I just think, um, yeah, I don't think, I, I do not think that he is. Because when Jorah threw that spear and killed that little harpy. They all the, look shocked. The first thing he said was, protect your queen. queen right? That's the first thing out of his mouth. Yep. And he, and he had grabbed her. Otherwise,
9: he could have just, I mean, yeah. he, he wouldn't have to go through all that if he wanted no. to kill her. He could have no. killed her while they were sleeping together. Exactly. You know? exactly. But it still is, I mean, it's still suspicious because his daughter's gone. So I feel like something ain't quite kosher with but, that. See, I think they just got all
2: caught up. And they were slacking, they was trying, those harpies was trying to slice everyone that was up on that desk. Everyone. And he was up there and he had just said, come this way. I know a way out. Yeah, I know. But you know, still. so oh no, I think it was his dark. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, thank, thank,
9: thank you, Melissa, for your mm-hmm. second email, and her her first one honestly was about uh, the other episode. Eight. Oh, okay. So uh, our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, K- K- and family. I'll type fast so I don't get read for forgetting deadlines. Laugh out loud. Oh, she tried to read us. Ooh, Dennis. Formerly the manis We can't trust the red bitch or Stannis' crazy fucking wife, but I stupidly thought he would never hurt baby girl Shereen. I know. Oh, sisters, that was too much. No, that was awful. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be a test of Stannis' faith, and he'd decide it's not worth it. What is Davos going to do? Mm. This might make him snap. Stannis <clears throat> better save Winterfell and kill all the Boltons, and if he doesn't, he better put that red bitch, his wife, and himself on a big flaming pyre. <laughs> the Wall I'm simply tired of no one listening to Jon Snow I know I can't stand willfully ignorant people <laughs> Dorn Dorn has been a constant letdown this season yes. It's Oberyn's family We loved him Why don't we love them? Yeah People say something big might happen in the finale It's too little too late as far as I'm concerned yep. I agree I agree <laughs> Bravos Arya is the one woman show Excuse me Arya is the one woman on this show I don't worry about. <laughs> Trance about to get got with the with pointy end. <laughs> then Jacken's going to be pissed because he knows Arya's lying. Yeah. hmm. Yeah. Marine, new Dario finally did something I enjoyed when he told his daughter to shut his mouth. I <laughs> yeah. said, <laughs> Yeah, I did like that though. I said, Boop. <laughs> I'm glad Jora is back in Danny's crew. She needs some protection right now. Where yeah. were all the unsullied when shit kicked off? And his star is not dead. They stabbed him on the right side of his chest. They didn't slice his throat. He's got to be in on this shit. You, I agree. I agree. Remind me never to make friends with Danny because she will straight leave your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, take care, sisters. Lady Erin Middlefinger lost my Baelish. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you,
2: Lady Erin. Thank you, Lady Erin. And you know what, though? Hey, now his star may not be uh, dead. It could be, uh, but uh, you can't it tell like you, you can't uh. tell me that he didn't orchestrate that shit. Yeah, cause he was mad. Cause everybody teach you forget. Danny crucified his daddy. Yep, his and daddy. he had to come beg her to so he could take his daddy's body off of that wood and bury it like in their mm-hmm. tradition. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. He, he ain't forgot that shit.
9: I that
2: so you know yeah he's the one he's the one and you know what I'm gonna go back and look at that but you may be right if they just stabbed him on his right side make it look good real shallow stab or something yeah Mm. see ooh that's ooh I'm gonna go back and look at that yeah that's interesting that's
9: interesting Aaron
1: Mm -hmm. thank
9: you Aaron Aaron. okay our next feedback Mm -hmm. is a voicemail it looks like from Serge okay cool Let me play
5: Batman. Sister J, your boy Stannis, the red bitch, what the fuck, pour out a little liquor. Oh, I've been watching the Game of Thrones, listening to screams and groans. Shireen, she didn't know, didn't know. Oh, I've been watching the Game of Thrones, listening to screams and groans. Shireen, she's dead and gone, dead and gone. All right, fam. Um, I know I can't sing worth a damn, so I apologize for that. And I recognize that that is not a Negro spiritual, but damn it, it's close enough. Um... I really thought this episode was cool. There was a dichotomy between Stannis and Daenerys where on the one hand you got Stannis who's been a loving, caring father. He's he's been a great dad and you know, he's got this daughter that represents purity and innocence and, and inner beauty and and intelligence and, and everything like that. And he goes from being his great father to just giving her his daughter the ultimate betrayal and, and, and end up burning her at the stake. And on the other hand, you got Daenerys, right? And she's been a, a horrible mother. She's ignoring her kids. She ain't even feeding them right. She got them locked up. And and her her babies, you know, they, they represent fucking, they represent like death and fucking fire and blood and dismemberment. And they got fucking scales all over there. Shireen got a little grayscale, but these dragons got fucking scales everywhere. And they just nasty looking. And it was just cool to see that, you had Stannis doing ultimate betrayal, but when Drogon comes out and starts fighting for Danny, it wasn't until then that she stopped being embarrassed by her kids, and she actually accepted her kids for what they are, and, and she really showed love for him by going out and protecting him, and um, that was just cool to see the different styles in parenthood come out. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So thank you, sisters.
0: Oh, thank you, Serge, for that <laughs> wonderful, wonderful that voice. That
2: was now. awesome. Serge I love is the it. man. Serge is the man. Love oh, it. Oh, I love that little ditty. And you sing good. I thought it. Was yeah, good. it sounded really good. But you know what? Your analysis on the Pretty dichotomy cool. between Stannis and uh, Daenerys, that was excellent. That was good. That was very, very good. And so, and true. so true. Yeah, so true. And you are correct. I think now she has totally accepted, yes, who they are, her little dragon babies and everything, and that, uh, you know, she can help them and they can help her. Hopefully when she gets back, she will let the mother two go.
9: I would hope fucking so. Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, you need them, if anything, for protection. Yes. And I know they was burnt, I mean, Drogon, it wasn't the option, was burning up folk and shit, but look, you just gonna have to let you know figure out a way to right. train
2: them, and you just
9: gonna have to figure out a way to feed them proper too. Thank you. That way he won't be burning up shit. Thank you. That might be part of the issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, Serge. Serge, that was awesome. 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 I awesome. love that song, by the way. Yeah, that was really cute. Ti and Justin Timberlake. That was really mm-hmm. good. Okay, our next feedback is from Miss FDM. Oh, hey, Miss FDM. Hey, sisters. Hope I'm not too late with my feedback, so I'm just going to get to it. Okay. What the hell did we just watch? This has to be the weakest anticlimactic episode nine of Game of Thrones, especially since Hardhome was so strong.
2: It was strong. One,
9: the best thing about Doran was Doran. Doran. This was such a disappointment to what has been built up to be a cool place. Exactly. Yes, it has. Two, so I guess Young Lionel didn't do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> y'all crack me up. He, he does do look, not look like, looks, like Lionel
2: Richie. He does look like Lionel Richie. He does. He looks like a young Lionel Richie. Oh, yeah, he
9: does. Oh my gosh, y'all are too Oh, funny. that's hilarious though. That's hilarious. I love um, it. Um The Harpies were killing up every class in the arena. Slaves, masters, and other random people. Oh see that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so what do they want exactly? I enjoyed his dar and Tyrion's banter about tradition. And how to judge who is right or wrong. Yeah, that was good. Danny had no place in that conversation as she refuses to address any of the actual issues that they are discussing. Mm-hmm. Was the CGI for Drogon off to you? <laughs> Even him flying in couldn't save this storyline to me. It's effed up that Danny just left Team Danny to a still murderous mob, especially Misande. Three, finally, the main part that made not a lick of sense. The burning of Princess Shireen Baratheon, only living child of Stannis. Yep. What the fuck? How are you going to build Stannis up to be this practical, cold, but loving father just to have him do some shit like this? I know. Even if we take the emotional aspect away, this doesn't make sense tactically. Stannis is supposed to be about justice and the good of the realm, so why would he kill his only heir? Only heir. He ain't Neither- got no more. Nope. Ain't got none. And we know he's he shooting blanks because she done said that. Well, no who said that?
2: Miss uh 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 the Red Witch.
9: Oh. Well,
2: that's why she had to go snatch
9: Gandry's ass.
2: <laughs> 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 that's how come she can only yeah. have a smoke baby. <laughs> you oh know? that's a good point. No, but she did she told him, uh no my king, uh <laughs> you ain't
9: <laughs> you ain't quite a <laughs> <laughs> neither him nor his wife are spring chickens they can't just pop out more kids (laughs) so when y'all die if you win the game of thrones who's gonna rule exactly you're back at one i hope davos comes back and murders all of them well family we got one more to go this season has truly been a struggle but I love mm-hmm. the interaction all the same. Mm-hmm. Have a blessed week, Ms. FDM. Thank
2: you, Ms. FDM. Thank you, Ms.
9: FDM.
2: <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, I've enjoyed the season, but I can un- certainly understand yeah. your feeling that it's been a struggle. Because there's been some big holes in it to me
9: there have been. that they
2: have not addressed. Mm-hmm. You know, so they must have different writers or something.
9: You know. Something's going on. Dang. We don't know.
2: Anyway. Okay,
9: our next email is from Ebony. Hey, Ebony. Hey, Ebony. Hey, sisters. I knew shit was about to go down as soon as Santa sent Davos away. Yeah. Fuck Stannis. None of these so-called high-born assholes deserve to be on the Iron Throne. (laughs) Put Davos up there. (laughs) Yeah! I would say Gendry, but he probably drowned. (laughs) And and who would have thought that Solis would be the only one to try to save Shireen? Yeah, well, that was fake, though. The scenes in Dorne were stupid. Boo! Yes! The Sand Snakes are so disappointing. I don't know if it's the showrunners or if they are actually bitches in the book, but I really can't stand their scenes. I'm glad nothing went down at Castle Black, but the White Walkers aren't far behind yeah. and Ollie is still looking mighty shifty. <laughs> yeah. Plus, the crows still look pissed off. Yeah. So shit could pop off at any moment. I know. I just hope Davos doesn't get caught up in that bullshit. Mm-mm. Yeah. And did Chester the molester recognize Arya in that brothel? <laughs> Sir Meryn looked like he might have realized it was her. I don't or think Or maybe he so. just wanted her he wanted some little girl poon. Gross. Yeah. I think that's what it was. He was, yeah. I don't he think he
2: was looking at her as a, a little, little girl, girl that he yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
9: I agree that the fighting pits are horrendous, but Danny can't be grossed out by that, but by that, but then be okay with feeding an innocent dude to her dragons. Pick one, crazy. You know that's, that's a, a good, good point. point. Yes, it is. That's, that's a very good point. She's belligerent too, Sister Kay. <laughs> she is belligerent. She- She's always like saying, I'm not gonna do that. Why do I have to listen to you? Yeah, that's true. And why did Lionel Richie show up late? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got stabbed up and I still don't trust him. Yeah. It was funny how they left they left his ass up there though. Yeah. He wasn't even dead yet. Yeah. And Tyrion saved Masande. She wasn't even trying to save herself though. I'm gonna need her to work on that. No, <laughs> well, but you know what? When you're not. Yeah, when you're not a killer slasher <clears> person, <throat> what you gonna do? If you don't know how to fight, how, what you just gonna stand there and go, and, okay, come at me? And she
2: was hunkered down trying to hide. She was
9: trying to hide. Yeah. yeah. Those damn sons of the harpy assholes need to die ASAP. Yes. And I just knew Art was gonna come light up some motherfuckers. Oh, I was so glad. I can't believe some of the harpy act. Some of the harpy people. Actually stayed in the arena to fight a fucking dragon, though. I know. How dumb do you have to be to think that's a good idea? <laughs> and then Danny's stupid ass hops up on the dragon and leaves everybody that was trying to protect her ass. Bye, girl. <laughs> Ooh, she makes me sick. Ooh. Oh so glad to see them alive in the preview for next week. Yeah. I can't believe there's only one more episode left. Damn. Catch y'all on the Facebook page, Ebony. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Ebony. Ebony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's only one more episode only left. One left. But yeah, you are
2: right though, and Anna, uh, that is good. But you know what? When I went back and looked at the scene where um, Drogon flies off with Daenerys and and uh, uh, Tyrion and Missandei and and Dario are and Jorah. Yeah, they're watching her. If you look around, though, right before they, like, get really close up to Danny, you can kind of see the arena. And they practically killed all of the, the harpies that was in the arena part. Because Drogon burned up most of them. Yeah, And then the other ones, and everybody else is scattering. Everybody else is still running. So That's
9: true. But I feel like there was still, like, a section of, of harpies that maybe they could dispatch, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure because
2: I'm sure by the time Drogon uh, and somebody pointed this out on our Facebook page too. I'm sure by the time Drogon was flying off with Daenerys the other Unsullied who was like probably stationed in the city had heard all about it so they was probably coming too. Because see the whole point is we know there's what 10,000 Unsullied but only a, a small portion of them was in the arena and so I mean, logic would dictate that that's because they were probably patrolling other parts of the city. Maybe they
9: ran up on it or something. Yeah, like see. But they didn't show us that. So, well,
2: but hey, we know. already know that, yeah, they don't like follow through. No, they These don't. These writers don't, mm-hmm. but anyway.
9: Thank, you, thank Ebony. you, Ebony, and Ebony was the last piece of feedback for this ooh, episode. Ooh, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we thank y'all for your feedback, but woo, it makes for a long broadcast uh, podcast. podcast. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone, for um, your feedback and your support. We appreciate we it. We appreciate it. Um, we are uh, catching up, so our particulars, everyone knows, but I'll go through them quickly, even though it's kind of late. for you to send in any other feedback, yes. Yeah. Um, Speak at gmail.com is our email. You can leave us a voicemail using SpeakPipe, speakpipe speakpipe.com slash Speak, or go to our website, sissonspeakpodcast.com and click on the send feedback or voicemail um, button. Uh, You can also catch us on uh, Facebook. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Podcast, and we have a Facebook group, which is Facebook.com slash groups slash Nation. Yep. We're on Twitter at underscore Sister J and underscore Sister K and Unders and speak Cast. And um, you can also catch us on Google Club, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Radio, and um, we're working on a few other destinations through our media hoops, so look out for that. So uh, that is all for now. I am Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time! Valar Morgulis. All men must die. No one lives forever. And that's why, to keep the family growing strong, don't let your voicemail get too long. Old school, new school, no exception. A long ass email gets a bad reception. So keep it moving. Keep it short and sweet, like Sister J and the wine she drinks. Now, this is serious. It's no joke. The sisters really mean it when they read us, folks. Sister Kate produces like a professional, but she is not running a thrones confessional. So if you're brand new, she may seem nice, but she might get salty if you are long ass twice. It's a labor of love from week to week. So sit back, relax, and let the sisters speak.